Come on. Oh my God. What's happening? Here I am. What are you doing? Once again. Up jumps the world. Oh, okay. Watch my flow. Right. Here I go. It's the return of the Mac, baby. Oh, uh-huh. very good. Yeah, you get it. It's a double return entendre. Of, return of the Max. Yeah, because not, only, cause not only is that the song, but we're also back. Uh-huh. That's, why, that's why it's funny. And we're Max, last time I heard. What is a Mac? Don't know. Sounds good, though. Yeah, isn't it? That's like what Americans used to say if, if you're like kissing someone. Like I was macking. I was macking I that Mac, girl. Isn't it like a... It's American it's pie chat. replaced by the word pimp in the 90s. Yeah, oh, really? Mac. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe. Think, I think in the 90s... I was 90s, macking on this girl. I think 80s was macking. <laughs> 90s was, was pimping. on this girl. And I don't know what it is now. Yeah, I feel like it's in the 2000s it now. took a different meaning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But without further ado, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen... Good and terribly. Episode twenty-one. Oh, very good. Yes. Swear down. Yeah, yeah. That's. I just do this shit off the dome. Yeah, come on. Just off the dome. Musical man on the spot. That's that's the value that I bring. Bars on tap. What you man saying? What you man saying? We are back. We are back. Episode twenty-one. We took a break. Welcome back, everybody, to This Good and Terribly, mm-hmm. the best podcast on the planet. That's right. That's right. Just going to let that dwell. Just let it hang. Mm. Marinade. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Mm. Here with the mandem, Johnny Vivaz, Hello. Man Like Tommy, and it is I, Abiyade, the three of us, we are here. We are back again. Finally. Fortnightly again. Took a little break. Man had to get a tan. But here I am, blacker than ever. Blacker than I am. Now I'm in. Darker the berry. Sweeter the juice, mm. baby. I can't relate. You soon be able to relate. You're going off on a little I am. gallivant. I am. I'm coming back. Nice Once we and finish brown. recording, basically, you're I'm, off on the old, on the old PJ. I am. I'm going to get on that plane, and when I come back, I'm going to do that really bad thing that white people do, and I'm going to put my arm right next to Tommy's and say, "Oh, look, I'm almost as dark as you." Mm. Why do you? Why do Caucasian people do that though? That WBS. Very, yeah. Yeah. It's internalized shame. It's I think. never true though. It, no, it's like, never we true. can see that. Yeah, no, you're not ne- darker it's, than it's us. It's demonstrably embarrassing. So it's not true, nor is it banter. And the thing is that most most of the gringos just go red. They don't, they're not really brown either, right? Yeah, it's just like a it's just a small salmon rouge, and so yeah, like yeah, they're invariably yeah. standing next to a black friend who doesn't want to hear it, and they're nowhere near as dark. But anyway, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be comparing my Latino skin. Why don't to Asian Thomas. people get that? Get what? Go red. Why, why would you not compare your your complexion to yeah. a brother from from Sri Lanka? A true, Tamil, true, true, a true. Oh, that's a very true. important question. Why do you come guy. for us? Uh, why are you man, always I, coming I for us? I think you probably would compare. You would compare to 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 someone from, to, sa- from South, South Asia. Asia. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, yeah. so. I think like if you was like comparing yourself to a Japanese person, that's maybe less attractive. That's that's like. What do you mean attractive? Well, it's like winning the UEFA Cup if I'm more tanned than a Japanese guy. But like mm. if Tottenham I'm as tanned never. as mm. someone else. <laughs> Yeah, if I'm as tanned as a black guy, that's Champions League chat. That's mm. that's big tan game. I'm glad to know that we are finally aspirational. But before, yeah. Moving but before you get to finally useful to us, anyway, as I'd a say that we'd of... start off with a championship thing. But that was also a good banner. <laughs> Shit. No, but before we do that, man, we've not been around. I ain't seen you, man, in a bit. You know what I mean? I want to see how you guys are doing. We've kind of figured out what Johnny's on. But how are you, <laughs> bruv? Tommy's in the house. I am very well. Back again. Back again. Isn't that what he says? Love, bruv. All good. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. good. It's been actually the best uh, three weeks of my life. What? 
minimal interaction with Johnny Vivas. Mm. Fantastic. For many reasons. The NHS yes. app pinging off has been working wonders for yes. my blood pressure. Johnny's been getting... Pinging off. Johnny's bro. been going through it. In bro. the trenches, bro. He's been going through it. In the trenches. So it's been good. It's been good. Did the uh, best man thing at a wedding. Come mm. on. Uh, two, two drinks here and there. Come Enjoying on. the sun where we can. Mm. Rooftops and that. Yes. So it's been good. It's been good. Settings. Johnny. COVID. Boy. What's been going on? How bro? long have I got? Or as long What's as I can talk for? Going on? So Rich went away on holiday. I would, let me just pre, pre mm. uh, preface this uh, yes. preamble yes. By, uh, by just saying, it's worth listening back and understanding Johnny's attitudes towards vaccination. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Pre yeah. the story. Can I set the scene actually? Yes, please. Johnny mm. was invited to take mm -hmm. his vaccine mm -hmm. for the 30s and under. Mm -hmm. Johnny, mm -hmm booked himself in for his vaccination. Correct? Wrong again, Bob. Got, got his date <laughs> and was excited correct. for helping the nation get through this Panny D. Yeah. Panny D is my new one, by the that, way. That's shocking. Please move on. Panny D. I don't recognize this story, by the way, but please carry on. <laughs> he then realized that vaccination date fell on the same day as his beloved England mm, playing in the second round, I think it was at that stage. It was the second group stage game. Against Scotland. Scotland. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So he decided to put off... Yeah, I did. ...the vaccination, cancelling it or no-showing, I think is more accurately. Mm -mm. And then <laughs> waited two weeks yeah. before rebooking it. Yeah. And then realised, oh, this too clashes with the second round game against Ukraine. Yeah. Am I on the right... Yeah, no, that happened, yeah. We Finally gets himself mm. on the doctor's chair to get the jab. Yeah. Goes home, happy with himself. No, even no, uploads, no, 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 even no. uploads a picture no, no, on you IG. Missed, you missed one, you missed one. Uh-oh. You missed one, where, where he uh, he had an appointment, he walked in, and then his bougie ass said, I ain't getting no Moderna shot. Oh, yes. And then walked out. That, that was happened. on the, yeah, that was when you actually got there. You were like, I'm not doing. I don't want no Moderna. That's before, that's before we recorded this last yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he walked out of that. Yeah. Refusing to take a Moderna shot. Yeah. Bougie bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward to actually sitting in so the doctor's chair him. and getting the vaccine. Yeah. What happened two days later, Johnny? Take it away. Oh boy. So sixth of July, I've gone to get my jab in the arm. Pfizer gold standard and finally got what I was looking for. Turns out I was probably already positive with COVID when I got the vaccine. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. And uh, I got the um, got the double bubble. Got the, Johnny, so the super severe reaction. We, oh, we're doing anti-Semitism this week, are we, Richard? I mean, um, again. Again. Uh, got the super severe reaction that you get when you get the vaccine and you're positive. And they tell you, so if, you, if you've got COVID, don't get your jab for a month. That's the advice. Uh, I did not uh, follow that. Um, not only did I not follow it, I kind of egregiously went against it by accidentally getting mm. jabbed while positive and was severely ill for about 10 days. So when I say severely ill, um, I mean, I, I, my fever was so high, I was hallucinating. What were and you hallucinating? So I had such a bad headache uh, I woke up drenched in sweat, convinced that someone was trying to microchip my brain. Mm, so my fever was so high uh, and I was so rattled that for about three hours, I was like coming up with a scenario to stop this company microchipping my brain because that's how bad the migraine was. Good. So how are you now? So boy, so 10 days of basically sweating through bed sheets and not being able to breathe, low oxygen levels, just about survive without having to go to hospital. And now I am at the point where I just can't fucking taste anything, which is very jarring. Still, 
Yeah, I can't taste anything. That'll go on for weeks, which is fine Jeez. because I can go to Tesco's and just buy the value range instead of the good stuff now. True. Makes no difference. Yeah. Um, but I like, I like the use of the word now in there. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm certainly a finest man. Mm. Let's, let's taste the difference in that. Yeah, yeah come on. Wake okay. trolls family. Yeah, yeah. Percy pigs. Mm. Um, but now I'm basically at the point where I can't talk for too long because I get out of breath. And I definitely can't do Lord. any kind of exercise. I'm not going to lie. Like We thank the Lord. Minimal vocals from Johnny <laughs> is an experience mm. we should feel at least once or twice in life. Of course. I mean, course. God willing, by the next episode, I'm back to full lung capacity. And it'll be at that point when I turn your microphone on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Mutes, um, baby. But yeah, I'm, I'll be murked. I'm not going to lie, I'll be murked. And um, shout out my brother, Big Bro Dave who's had long COVID for a year. Um, we've got family susceptibility to this shit, which is why I was trying to avoid it the entire time. So is that a thing, susceptibility to, to this? Well, clearly some people have more severe reactions than others. But what I will say is that my mum, my brother and me have all suffered from pneumonia at different times. Jeez. And COVID is effectively a, a form of viral pneumonia, which is what Jeez. I had in 2019. I knew it was going to be grim. I tried to avoid it, got hit. Uh, so now it's gonna. I'm, I'm basically. Hopefully, this isn't long COVID, but I'm in the. Lo I'm in the throes of post COVID recovery. But long COVID didn't stop you from going up north to see your family, finally see your mama mm -hmm. after a while. Happy birthday, auntie! Mm -hmm. um, and taking, <laughs> if you haven't seen Johnny's Instagram, some of the most <laughs> hilarious family photos. Mm. Um, the, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull them okay, up for you please. to oh, see. He he, he he tried to front run the joke by I saying did. I was taking some Tory photos, but yeah. boy oh boy was he on the money. Yeah, they were some real fucking Tory family. But yeah. okay, like, very like, good. Vote for your local MP, it's very Johnny Dave. V type yeah. shit. Let me pull this stuff up because yeah. it deserves all of it's your attention, of, Johnny. It's kind, it's kind of like junior minister in the Department for yeah. Transport. Don't, don't, don't watch the caption, just, just look the picture. House of the Sticks, my neighbours are voting Tory, yeah. surely. Yeah, look, look, look. Yeah. Jeez, look. Yeah, I don't even know great. which one of you guys yeah. are running. You see how they're leaning. It could be anyone. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, any, yeah. any, all four of you could yeah. be running. You see how they're leaning <laughs> on. Say basically Ruben's the only one I know that's not running. <laughs> yeah. You see how they're leaning on the barn door. Yeah, no, no. I, so we I like the greenery behind <laughs> it as well. Photographer told us to do that. No, no, no doubt. I, I had to I wear a shirt on a Sunday. Do you know how that works? I like the way you're sat on the fence Honestly, not since I went to church in Upper Clapton Road and auntie forced me to turn up in nice dress Shit. to witness an exorcism. Have I worn a shirt on a Sunday? I also Swear like no. the fact that the, uh, the spades are near you to show that you're relatable. Yeah. yeah. You do this your is, own work. This is definitely yeah, the white side of the family. Venezuelans don't do this All shit. we need to make this like a completely perfect... Oh, I was going to say all we need is for him to do the, the rolling up of the sleeves. Oh, it's there. It's, oh, yeah. there. it's, it's there. all it's there. there. You've, well, you've, really rolled up, you've yeah. really rolled up your sleeves to I, show I you thought, are working class mm, and of the people and of the people. In for a penny, in for a tax avoiding pound. So I thought I'd roll up the sleeves and let's get Tory, baby. But yeah, big up to everybody who's been waiting for this episode. You haven't been waiting too long, let's be honest. We missed you as much as you missed us. coming at us though i got you, you might get told uh, off i got told off in the dms for, for the audacity of course of taking two weeks off of course but people we, have been waiting for us distance and the heart and you know what i was rattled like what was it two fridays ago when we weren't recording yeah. i was like what do i do with myself well we've been at this for nine months i was i was so rattled i wasn't rattled i was on a pool on a pool? In a pool. By a pool. pool. I was, just I was walking literally walking water. on a pool. Um, not thinking about it too much. That's what you call the holiday vibes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. We were thinking about it a lot. We were having mad fucking strategic talks we about how to push the, the podcast forward. When I was like, lads, I'm literally trying to fucking get my 
in the sun. <laughs> Can you allow me? Me and Tommy were like, that sounds Tommy's like, like render the fucking <laughs> clips. Render the videos for YouTube. I was like, all right, bro, fuck yeah, no. But That's I did it on a Sunday as well. I was hot. Sounds like dedication. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But obviously with a two week break, or I guess it was like a month in the end between episodes, there were quite a few things that we missed. England lost the Euros and then lost their shit. Mm -hmm. The government continues to say, fuck you to your rights by proposing whistleblowing laws that mm -hmm. will make the Ed Snowdens and Julian Assange's of the world liable to get the legal equivalent of a shanking in the toilet. Boy. More on that later. Dominic Cummins, white boy summer representative, mm -hmm. continued his own whistleblowing revealing that Boris Johnson claimed that if they're 80 and above and get COVID, shit. People die every day, B. It's a, sticky, it's a sticky one still. <laughs> Let them die. The president of Haiti, Jovenel Moisa, got murdered. Oh, boy. By what appears to be Colombian mercenaries in <laughs> collaboration with his own security team. I mean, before we move on, <laughs> before we move on, can we talk about that? A president has been killed again. Yeah, so what's really going to shock people is as much as there's been a lot of media coverage about the uh, Colombian mercenary portion of this group, significant number of the operators uh, in this uh, assassination have links to US law enforcement. Shit. No, no, no. Um, they, were, they were DEA snitches. They were DEA snitches. They right. don't have links to law enforcement. Some of them have. Some they of were them, snitches. Some they, of them that's have their links. links. There yeah. were four or five of them were DEA agents, informants, basically. Right. I don't know how much you know the story, but this story sent me down a massive rabbit hole. Yeah. Break it down. Break it down it for the people. It is a great story. Break I mean, down the story. Know, great, if great's the right word. Great's really I haven't got. I haven't phrasing. got. Yeah, I was, it's a bit of mad phrasing, but it's <laughs> it's a story that tells you that shows story. you the way of the world. Hundred percent, right? So, cut a long story short, and I don't have the exact details on me right now, um, but ultimately, there was a Haitian business, a Haitian American businessman based out of Florida, mm -hmm. who decided that. It should be him who's president, mm -hmm. and the current president should no longer be uh, in in office mm -hmm. or alive. So he contacted a private uh, military organization, somewhat uh, con private contractor, military contractors, somewhat similar to a, a smaller scale version of Blackwater, mm -hmm. which is the one name everyone knows in the, Google them. in this space. Mm -hmm. um, they then went around creating a team, basically, of people to to kind of get this done. Um, you rightly said something like 23 of the 32, some shit like this, of the uh, mercenaries who were hired were Colombian and were trained in Colombia. Um, then there were some two, two or three Haitian Americans and, and some other people. Then there was also, before the operation was carried out, these men were flown into Haiti and they were doing like practice drills, right, uh, of how to carry out this uh this operation, if mm -hmm. you will. What? They also suspect that there are several cabinet members who are in league with this coup d'etat attempt, right? Because once these mercenaries entered the president's uh, compound, his personal private security guard, the army, no one put up a fight. Just to confirm, there were no Nigerians involved in this. Unfortunately, no. We get blamed for everything. Alhamdulillah, I'm so happy. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, there were no Nigerians in this. It was a strictly kind of Latin American kind of thing. Um, Why are you looking at me we'll, for? We'll stick you, to hot mail. your people, though. We'll stick, we'll stick to hot mail crimes. But yeah. you see your people. Hot mail crimes, I like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, the presidential is, murderers is like way yeah. above the pay grade. Call the, call the Latinos for them one day. Yeah. See how there someone is, drops a slide your people there? I'll get one back for you too. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on. There is a pigeon in your bank account. Yeah. We that. require the details. Good afternoon. I'm calling from your bar. 
so 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 they suspect that there were there were some influences from within the government because they kind of allowed this to take place, yeah, right? I mean, the president right, wasn't yeah. adequately protected. Mad. His personal bodyguards didn't fire a single bullet. Mad. Nothing went down. He got shot. His missus got. She took yeah, a stray. Yeah. yeah, she took a stray in the arm. Survived. Survived. Yeah. yeah, she she flew out for treatment and flew back for the for the funeral. Um, and he was a fairly, a relatively deeply unpopular president, right? He's going to put um, through some pretty controversial constitutional reforms. Yeah, and it was already arguably overstaying arguably his, his term. Ended, his yeah. term. How long right? was he there? Four years, four four and a half, five four, years. Five years. Like he was like arguably they need to come under to a year. If they think that's his... long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. So Crazy. so that went down. The people, the people them of Haiti who didn't like the president, actually went mad when this mm -hmm. happened, right? Because it's just a, a matter of state pride, I guess. Bruh. Then they they rumbled these uh, these mercenaries as to their hideouts and da la la. There was a shootout. Police captured some seventy five percent of them. Three or four of them got shot mm -mm -mm. trying to escape. But all of that also leads you to think, right? There was definitely a plan in place because these mercenaries didn't like execute their strategy, jump on a helicopter and bounce. No. They they executed their, their their mission. They killed the guy, but they're they're still in the country because they're waiting for whatever phase they might just two. Went back to Airbnb. Phase two of chilling. the plan. No, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> so phase, there's phase two of the plan. There'll be a, like where this Haitian American guy has flown in. Do you know what I mean to to take command or something? So I disagree right? with you on this point. Either I way, think it was sold down the river basically. They, I, I don't know. Whatever. Either way, the plan didn't go as according to plan, and these men got captured and and got their mm -hmm. ass kicked. There's always basically. something going on Not in on Haiti. Camera. Like there's always something going on. Like poor country, but like. Wyclef Jean, didn't he? He yeah. ran for presidency a good for, I think probably when Jovenel won and he got fucking popped. And then someone called 911. Well, if you, that's very good. Uh, if you, oh, uh, I will say, by the way, on this, Haiti, <laughs> Haiti is oh, the uh, epicenter to a lot of uh, conspiracy theories. Um, what else happened while we were away? The Israelis built this thing called Pegasus. Um, to snoop on all you motherfuckers. More on that later. Mm. Jennifer that actually links quite well with the mercenary stuff it's as well, basically right? the same Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Turn back the hands of time. Benefit and are them, knocking man. boots yes. all over again. Ben Affleck. He's a little chill. Yeah, he's done very well for himself. Is, that, is, it, is it a Batman swag? Mm. I mean, I, I don't even know where it came from. I didn't see this coming, but you know. You get the damsel go after sis, you kick Superman's go, ass. Go, 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 sis. Um, this could end terribly. Episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and probably 21 managed to achieve significantly more views and streams than certain shows on the newly founded GB News. Oh. Um, <laughs> You motherfuckers will never be fox, but you'll always be vermin. <laughs> and big up my on a, on a roll today, bro. Big up Nigel Farage, who they are apparently bringing in to get more views than us. Probably the best strategic move that they're going to make. They'll I probably mean, actually turn them into a serious TV channel. Ah, they'll grip. They'll grip up Pierce Morgan as well at one stage. At some he's, point. he's flirting on that line. Uh -huh. He's begging to be this guy. Hundred percent. And we're gonna get onto Pierce Morgan, oh, another another white boy summer representative. It's looking very disgusting on your boat, Johnny. I'm not gonna lie. Is Pierce um, invited? Pierce might be invited. Johnny's VIP list is looking dowy. Pierce has got access in America, so <laughs> he's got access 
even here, bro. Yeah, I mean, he's got more access here than in America. It's getting less. It's getting less acceptable to be Pierce Morgan's friend in this country. But now that we've blasted through the main significant things that we missed since we were gone, and I'm sure there are a few other things, but whatever. Where should we start today? It's been a very busy week in general across the world. Um, Where do you man want to start? We we can a little bit focus on the Euros. We I think everything that needs to be said about what happened in the aftermath of the Euros has been said. We don't have a uniquely different take to anybody else's take out there. There's been thousands. Clearly we are in support of the three young men who went up there and missed their penalties. Clearly we are not in support of the racist abuse that they received all across social media. But ultimately, there's nothing new for us to say. It was a horrible situation, which we kind of probably all saw coming. What I will say, there was an episode that we did probably five or six ago where I was asked by, I think it was Johnny, like, who would I play for? You know, if I was a footballer um, and I got big international level and I had the choice between England and Nigeria. And if you listen back to that episode, you could see me almost umming and ahhing because I wasn't really sure where I stood on it, who I aligned with, who I felt in solidarity with the most with regards to my background and my upbringing. If you need any insight as to why people like myself feel this way, ladies and gentlemen, after the Euros, you had a very, very clear example. There is a very uniquely weird thing about being black full stop. But when you are black and you are born into a country which is predominantly white, one that colonized your mother and your father's home country, part of the reason why you are here and they came here, you are never really made to feel ever as though you are really part of the fabric. And that's something that I thought when I was a kid, when we experienced racism for the first time, would get better as I got older. The reality is that this isn't something that's improving. It's something that is fairly cyclical and that sometimes it becomes, it comes, sorry, to you in the most pure, thick, raw, obvious way. And then it kind of disappears and it goes back to being some of the more subliminal, intangible means of racism. But now we're in an era, unfortunately, where every single level of society, whether it be the playground, whether it be the government offices, we have this and it is rife. And it is it's suffocating, it's upsetting, but ultimately this is why so many people struggle. Even when they get sucked into the romance of a tournament like the Euros where we got to the final, they struggle to really feel a part of it. And then when things go wrong, we are reminded why we were never a part of it in the first place. That's all I wanna fucking say on this thing. This shit is gonna continue. Every single time a black player makes a mistake in any game, in any sport, you're gonna see this. All I have to say to my black people out there is just stay strong, because it's just gonna be what it's gonna be. We just have to do better. Shout out to, um, shout out also to brother Yemi, who uh, wrote his thing for yeah, complex.com. My, um, my boy, my brother, my actual brother, um, Yemi, who is a, who is a journalist. Um, he did an article on this for, for complex. Um, me that. and him, you know, we, you know, we're brothers. We have conversations, me and my three brother, two brothers, sorry. We have conversations like this all of the time. And you know he, he's six years younger than me, but he feels the same. It's 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 a very very uniquely common experience for all of us. Like it is what it is. Is it the social media companies? You know, I think if you were if you were on social media that day, you would have seen a very vocal me. You would have seen a very vocal Johnny going on about where we think the changes should be made. I 
think that social media companies have a part to play. Johnny somewhat agrees, but he thinks it's a much wider issue. And I agree with that as well. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle, right? We need a holistic approach. If we have social media companies policing it a little bit better, that doesn't get, that doesn't eradicate racism. And furthermore, if we've got Boris Johnson perpetuating these kinds of, these fuckeries, then social media company policing doesn't really achieve much at all. So I get your point, but they still need to do something. Yeah. I mean, they obviously could do something because it's so evident that you type the word COVID and you post it pulled down. Now you get all kinds of, you, you try and hashtag anything and there's, there's literally what they're designed for capturing metadata. Yeah. Like just what this text is. So it's very obvious they could do something. For me, the point is that by the time people are posting shit on social media for it to be filtered, it's already too late on a societal level. So they could do something to filter it, but the problem already exists behind the keyboard, right? So if you, recently um, Michael Holdings written a book. If you don't know who Michael Holding is and you're West Indian, firstly, chat to yourself, but also go and ask um, your parents if they're actually from the West Indies or your grandparents. And they'll tell you who Michael Holding is. He was basically the, the world's leading cricketer during the 70s and the 80s. <coughs> and he, has, he tells a story where he met Tony Gregg, who was the England captain. And he was discussing in the context of racism that after meeting Tony Gregg and seeing him a few times, he realized that Tony Gregg himself wasn't a racist. But he lived in a society, he lived in a country where it was inevitable that someone would grow up and developing and develop the belief system that Tony Gregg eventually did. And through becoming friends with Tony Gregg, Michael Holding kind of made him relearn his behavior, change his ways, um, and develop this new understanding. And, and then was no longer a racist or learned the things that he was saying and doing were racist. So the point that I make and the point that I tried to make and Rich and I had a chat about it was that, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. You can filter for posts and that might help. That might help. But the point is that society needs to be deconstructed and society needs to address the root causes of why people end up as racists. Facts. Why are people Facts. posting shit that needs to then be filtered? Facts. That's the wider issue. That's kind of where our disagreement on this topic comes. 100%. Um, and when you have a media landscape that's dominated by people like Nigel Farage moving into GB News, the politicization of news, the... Monetization of black pain. There's that. There's that. You can get into that if you like, but where 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 the government is passing laws to demonise journalists on on the scale of Ooh. Nigel Farage and Edward Snowden, but also threatening to introduce laws that would put journalists in jail just for embarrassing the government. We're getting onto that. Just for embarrassing the government. When you have a government that seems hell bent on leading a war on woke on culture wars and attacking cultural institutions that demeans the value of education um, in in this country, when universities and colleges are attacked as being political institutions. Uh, and when you have a society that, uh, or a government that propagandizes a culture where it's, where, where, where national pride is mixed with xenophobia, it's inevitable that people are gonna grow up in a, in a society, in an apparatus, that it becomes acceptable to attack people who don't look like them. Speak um, to your white people, bruv. And that's basic, that's the problem. Social speak media companies to, could filter, but- Speak to your white people, bruv. But right, yeah. I'm holding you forever. We're holding Johnny accountable mm. for mm. all of white people fuckery going forward. <laughs> all of it. Every single time white know. people fuck up, I'm going to come to Johnny and be like, why? Why have they done this this week, buddy? Yeah. Explain it. Explain me. I wouldn't blame Johnny. 
You're just going to blame I, him? I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, hold Johnny accountable. Why? Yeah. why? For something like this, yeah. I'm joking, by the, the way. way I, but the kind way of, but I kind of not. Yeah, kind of not, though. Like, <laughs> as a representation, as a figurehead. That's fine, because I do blame you, man, as for second missing the penalty. Exactly. So. Fair. Exactly. Um, something like this, though, I think um, after a certain number of years <laughs> of like trying to solve the issue um, in various forms, whether it's like whatever, kick it out of football or mm. like just generally... I think it comes a point where people have to stop asking for stuff, right? So you have to stop asking and you have to start taking stuff, basically. And I think the lack of organization within the community is doing it a disservice, basically, right? So at the like beginning of lockdown, uh, two, two Asian Americans get slapped up on road because of the similar discriminatory, ill-conceived ideas that, oh yeah, these men are the ones who are to blame for COVID or whatever. And what, three, four months in, there are various anti-Asian discriminatory laws that get passed, right? Yeah. Similar with the Jewish community. Yeah, some bread drives around in a car, like during whatever. We covered the story, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Israel-Palestine. On Edgeware Road or some shit, and he had his speakers loud. And he was saying some some, uh, um, Mm anti-Semitic phrases and whatever. I can't remember what the fuck he said, but it it was nothing good. and that gets obviously not only national attention, but you know the legal ramifications. Um, well, the guy was arrested basically. Him and his three car envoy were arrested, mm-hmm. charged with various hate speech, uh, legislated like crimes, basically, right? So I think uh, I don't blame Johnny. I wouldn't hold Johnny accountable or general white people accountable for Do this. Do you blame us? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because I think there's a lack of organization. Like, there comes a point where you have to, like, stop asking for shit. Like, oh, yeah, so Facebook, uh, do a better job at policing the algorithm. Oh, yeah. Like, no. Like, at some point, people have to organize. And whether... So the Palestinians are a good example of this, yeah? Where they... I guess they're smaller in number or whatever, but... They may try, they're up against a power greater than themselves, right? So they may try boycott or this or this, like various types of media related initiatives or whatever. The point is, I think it all comes back down to like unity within a given community and then utilizing that unity to get the change that you're looking for, basically, right? So whether that, that and I'm not talking about little cancel this and cancel that. Oh, some comedian was, you know, on the, on stage and said the N-word. Yeah, let's cancel him. Yeah, cool, we can cancel yeah. him. But I'm talking about on a more institutional level. Yeah, but, and I, and I know you meant that. I, I knew that's where you were going, right? Like, I guess your frustration or your solution more to the point um, involves a greater deal of influence and power, which our community as a whole right now collectively doesn't have yet. Well, right? We are still infants though, right? in terms of our journey here. We're still in our infancy, right? Like generations like my generation, the generations that come after ours are the ones that are really going to understand and benefit from the fruits of generational wealth and understand the power in community thought, community monetary pooling, et cetera, et cetera. Our parents and our parents' parents, Windrush generation and so on and so forth, didn't have those powers from day one, were never given those powers. There are people from the Windrush generation who are still getting kicked out today. So yes, you can say 
in an idealistic situation that if we gathered our thoughts, gathered our money, gathered our intelligence together, we would be able to boycott or we'd be able to play, to do the capitalistic play of we're going to withdraw our money from your businesses, from your initiatives and so on and so forth until you take us seriously. But the reality is it's still, we're still not strategically set yet. And that's not our fault. I think that is our fault. So you're always going to be, you're always going to be trying to, in, in any kind of scenario like this, you're always going to be trying to push a ball uphill, right? Like whenever you're trying to cause any kind of systematic change, the, the people who are benefiting from the way things are now are going to push back against that, right? So it's normal that, that it's not going to be easy for you to achieve the change that you're but trying to achieve, America, right? But let's take America, America Sorry, for just, example. Just, just to counter the point you made earlier, I think we, we talked about Stephen Lawrence um, a few episodes mm -hmm. back, right? Uh, when we came across Stephen Lawrence Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. um, and his mum, uh, Doreen Lawrence, mm -hmm. I think is her name. Baroness. Baroness Doreen Lawrence. She is a good example of someone who's been able, obviously it's taken her 20 years and she's started by herself and a cause, basically. She had the pain of a mother and a cause, her dead son, right? And over, whatever, a 27-year period, you've been able to rally a community to affect change, right? So whether that's legislative and of course it hasn't been easy and of course she's gone through a million trials and this, tribulations and that and this and that, but she's got something done, right? And that's yeah, one lady. But that doesn't stop, but you, but you know that doesn't stop the Tory government from increasing stock It's not a Tory search. thing. So no, that's no, no, why no, no, I was no, saying no, no, when, no, 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 when, no, no, when he was not, talking. I'm not trying to draw, draw a governmental uh, line in the sand here, but for everything that Baroness... Doreen Lawrence has done on the other side there is a much powerful institution i.e. the government who can increase their stop and search powers which typically exponentially again, target again disproportionately was the, the word unity. I was looking for young black people what's the solution if if I take the U, the US as an example slavery I, well, I, hang on hang on a second there were no reparations right Sure. They're currently, there's been no so again. We're not. You're not even starting from a low ebb. You're literally starting from a hundred. I don't behind. care about all of that because it doesn't matter. But about, it's but it's relevant. It is relevant, but I don't think complaining about where we're starting from is going to help, right? Like the point that you mentioned about uh, the government being more powerful than than Dame or Baroness um, Lawrence is true, right? But that's against just her. But there's going to be a million people like her with institutions and people who are fighting. And my point is that. These people need to kind of come together, pull, I don't know. Like, I'm not a community organizer or, or anything like this. But from what I see, the other groups have particular bodies that protect their civil liberties, basically. Anti-defamation leagues, this and that. There are, there, are, there are bodies that they, the communities themselves have created to protect themselves, basically. And I haven't seen that within the black community is the point that I'm making. Okay, man. Honorary Niger boy, wrap this one up. What do you think in a few sentences about what you've just heard that your your people have caused? Uh, <laughs> that's two cards I get Please to play now. Represent them. Yes. <laughs> but briefly. Um, no, but in all seriousness. I think it's I think the organization and the solidarity point is is interesting. It's it's certainly interesting in the context of our last episode where we discussed this government report coming out about white kids being underprivileged because of this industry of uh, minority organization. It's funny that you guys don't think 
Tommy doesn't think that black people organize themselves to a significant extent, and yet the government believes that it's because black people are so well organized that white kids are getting poorer. But that's not what the report said either. The report, if you remember, said there's a cottage industry of sure. charities sure. supporting underprivileged but children. These are the of kind, these are the, that's not the same but thing. These are, these, but yeah. are the, these are the kinds of. That's the kind of solidarity and organization that you speak of. It's just you don't think it's particularly effective. I think that, I think that yeah, I think that the black community maybe. It's not really my place to say, but maybe could do more, though it does a lot, could do better, although it does very well. It's not it's not necessarily for black people to make people it's not for black people to make white people less racist. And that's something that has to be fixed from within. That's that's an institutional problem Amen. on a national level. Eighty seven percent of this country is white, only thirteen percent of it is ethnic minority. It's not for the thirteen percent to influence that eighty seven percent. Um black people can do uh should do um what they can but it's really got to be white people and the thing that actually gets me and what you were saying tommy is that i don't particularly like dawn but i don't particularly like diane abbott but the quick fix or the fix to this is to have greater black representation in parliament that's something that's very easy to say but if you look at the examples of famous black people in parliament in politics you have to martyr your life. Kemi Badenoch. What? You have to what your life? You sorry? have to martyr your life. You have mm. to be prepared for an awful quality of life. People yeah. like David Lammy wear shit constantly. constantly. People like Diane Abbott wear shit constantly. People like Dawn Butler wear shit constantly. You can disagree with their politics. What do you mean? But they by get wear attacked. Shit? They get attacked, and the vitriol that they wear is on a different level um, than almost any other MPs because they're high-profile black MPs that they attacked in the sense that uh, they are. So when you say wear shit, you mean they get. Uh, publicly attacked yeah, and yeah. racially pu racially okay, abused okay. publicly attacked their inten uh, intellect is brought into question in a degree that's not comparable to other MPs Tommy thought, Tommy thinks you were talking about their drip or something <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure exactly how he was like using someone they, said they David Lammy David Lammy's got shit crep and he got he got crep checked on Tottenham High Road and yeah. it's tough no but, but, but it, it, I think the organisation point is interesting but it's not for black to people fair, to though, cure yeah. white people's racism yeah 100% what were you going to say? You can finish up before we no, move. No, no, it's all good. All I, right. I think I made my point. My point is basically that we need to be better organized about it. And Johnny's... I don't think... I just... I just. Johnny's, I always struggle when it's... When when so matter of fact that that is the one solution. And it sounds like that's what you're saying is I, the only solution. Yeah, I, I feel like I am because like the Johnny's point earlier is to like on a societal level, we need to understand why someone is being racist. Cool. I think that's 100% important. But I haven't got the time to deal with that. So what I've got the time to do is to band together with 50 other men and boycott something or push a message or whatever to get the change. So we're going to talk about this later, I'm sure. The baby says one, two things about HIV. Hey, Segway King. And yeah. Boohoo drop him, right? So this is the kind of shit that goes down because Boohoo don't want a backlash from the gay community or from, we're from the talk HIV about, community. We're going to talk about Boohoo. And it's the, anyway. same, it's the same thing, right? So like if you're able to... to essentially create a culture of fear that that corporations are um essentially more mindful mm. about 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 what's being said societally mm -hmm. and we're seeing this with nike and some large corporations this is what's gonna ultimately affect change good talk man it went on much longer than we expected. Yeah, no, we were like, we were like, we, yeah, we were like, you've heard all the takes. We don't have a unique one. <laughs> we we might actually, yeah, we might actually have quite a few good unique takes. So, meanwhile, I mean, the Olympics have been popping. Um, Pop it's actually been pretty fucking good. Not gonna lie, I've enjoyed quite a bit of it. Um, I had a really 
uh, awful moment where today I was watching rugby on mute and someone from Fiji scored a try. Um, and then when the name came up, uh, it said Anna Maria. That's when I realised it was female rugby um, being played. Oh, wow. Um, which is... Shit. Am I allowed to say that? I mean... Did you play rugby? No, I hated it. Did um, you play though? No, no, no. Did they make you play at school? No, 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 no. St. Thomas the was a football school, thankfully, and my college was a rugby college, but by then I was just like... You're already a bad man. Nah. S my D. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but oh, that's not been the biggest news from the Olympics this week, obviously. Oh, no. Oh, no. One of our greatest Olympians to ever do it, mm-hmm. Simone Biles, um, withdrew from the individual all-round competition to focus on her mental health. She originally stated that it was due to some sort of physical injury, um, but then was sort of forced into revealing that she had hit a psychological block, Mm -hmm. which she felt put her at risk of injury, um, which is absolutely fair enough wanted to get her body and mind in check, so decided to withdraw, spoke to her teammates and said, I am gonna lose this for you, so let me step aside. They went on to win the silver as a group, which kind of vindicated her position. Um, But obviously we live in a world full of dicks, so she had to wear quite a bit of criticism. She went on to say that she was gonna be taking the rest of the Olympics one day at a time. Um, But that did not stop Pierce Morgan and the like from laying into her about us celebrating quitting, us celebrating people who put their mental health over their physical well-being and their desires to win. Um, We've been here before with Naomi Osaka just a few episodes ago. Gentlemen, what are your views on elite sports people at this stage on the biggest stage of their lives, preparing for the Olympics for five years. How do you feel about them not fighting through the mental barriers? Um, And do you actually think we are celebrating quitting more than we are celebrating winning? Is there going to be a separate opportunity to slew Pierce Morgan? Or do we have to do it now? we'll, We'll work it in. It's going to be a bit like your phone contract. Slew as you don't, go. Don't forget, he will hear this <laughs> before he hits the ship with you, man. Yeah. Just slew um, as you go. I mean, I, I'm happy to respond to, to quite seriously to the sports people bit as long as I can come back and par Pierce Morgan afterwards. Look, or I can just par him Pierce Morgan now. Work it in. Um, I don't know where Pierce Morgan gets the audacity. I'm not going to waste this chance. Gets the audacity, <laughs> um, considering that what this guy is probably closest thing to a sporting achievement was talking shit about Alistair Cook 10 years ago because he's yeah. friends with Kevin Peterson. Yeah. Um, he talks about elite level performance. He got cancelled from CNN. Yeah. Nobody fucking watches CNN anyway. How do you get cancelled from a TV station and nobody watches? Um, and as a, as a former newspaper editor, responded to elite level pressure so well, he took the decision to hack at their girl's phone. Yeah. Uh, as well as walking off a set when being confronted by a very talented weatherman. Yeah. This guy is not someone who should be listened to in either the sporting context, he's got the wisdom to support Arsenal, uh, nor <laughs> in the mental toughness uh, context, um, given that he was a failure in America. Uh, he was a failure of broadcasting in this country uh, and was disgraced for uh, questionable uh, editing standards. 
uh, at the elite level of journalism. Uh, fuck Piers Morgan, fuck everything he stands for, <laughs> from his shoes to his dusty hairline. Am I happy about elite level sports people finally confronting their mental health? Yes, I am. I'm delighted about it, to be honest. I'm delighted and I'm glad that other examples have been set. I think this is an another person that Piers Morgan was talking shit about was uh, Emma Raducanu in, in Wimbledon, 18-year-old oh, girl. Oh, did he have smoke for her as well? He had she big She almost for her. died on that fucking... She had a panic attack. Like, literally, it was, so you it, could see her. So anyone I, I've diagnosed with anxiety, anyone who's been diagnosed with anxiety, could see that this girl was having a panic attack. It was very... And it took him two days to come out with it, and that was something that pissed me off at the time. But they came out and said, panic attack... He was so giving a smoke. He was I actually missed yeah, that. So this I, she, I, the next day, she came out and said, I had a moment, yeah. but I'm better. I didn't know that a day after they then actually acknowledged yeah, it was they a came panic out, attack. They that makes so much more sense she now. Said that, she, she, she said that. She said she had breathing. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't. That's my point. Yeah. I only saw the day, interview the day exactly. after. Yeah, they loosely came out and basically admitted yeah, it was yeah, a panic yeah. attack, which is good. Good. They should say it. And it, But again, if she's not willing to talk about her mental health publicly, that's entirely her prerogative. But it came out. that So people were waiting for Piers Morgan to talk some shit. I'm glad for Emma Raducanu that she has seen someone like Simone Biles go through this. And it's awful that Simone has had to go through this. From what I understand, actually, it's more ADHD related than it is anxiety related. And uh, people think that having ADHD just means you can't focus and you start doing throwing weird shit. It's actually an inhibitor for any other reaction uh, or emotion that you're feeling. So if you're... If your routine, you've got a particular routine that you do before an event and, for example, you've done your left laces, then your right laces, and that starts to make you feel anxious, ADHD will amplify that feeling. If you feel frustrated because you've not landed a routine, ADHD will amplify that feeling of frustration. It clouds your ability to, to, to reason. And uh, it's good for Emma, and it's awful that it's happened to Simone, that she has seen an elite level sports woman Let's not fucking forget just how many gold medals. Olympic mean, gold medals. Not I even mean, been to bro. an Olympics. You have to be obscenely good at your sports bro, just to crazy. turn up at an Olympics. It's crazy that people can even speak. But this She's 23, 24 bro, as well. This woman, <laughs> Simone Biles is so good at gymnastics that she does such a high degree of difficulty in her moves. They don't know judges how to... don't know how to score it. <laughs> yeah. She's she is the GOAT. She is like, she's literally a little she's Michael got, Phelps. Yeah. She's got a couple of moves named after her. Yeah, she's yeah. unbelievably good. Yeah. So, Good, good for Emma, good for other people, good for other women, other women of colour, whatever, that they have seen this happen and it's awful that Simone's had to go through it. But I'm glad that she has done it publicly because... Women of colour is very important in that as well. That's You might yeah. talk about that. That's very good for women of colour. You can as well. It's good for women of colour. It is good for women. It's not, but please I'm not a woman of colour, but it's good for women right, of colour. All right, we'll wait for you to get a tan when you come and back then from holidays. Exactly. Back, then, then it'll be talking in, about in all the coloured weeks. issues. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be bang, that we into, all be bang into colourism in two weeks. <laughs> um, but... It, 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 it's good that she has set a stand and it's good that she's she's set an example for other people from, from all walks of life, young people, older people, elite level sportsmen, up and coming sportsmen um, and, and women. And, uh, and it's good that she's taken a stand for her own rights and that she won't perform. She won't perform if she's not feeling in the right space. And that's entirely healthy. You don't expect footballers to perform with torn hamstrings. This is... Simone Biles, 14 years old and onwards, tearing shit up. This is Simone Biles who went through that whole Larry Nassar fuckery mm -hmm. um, as she was taking on the world. This is Simone Biles who was racking up golds with kidney stones, passing kidney stones. This is Simone Biles who was racking up golds with broken bones in her feet. Broken toes. 
and Pierce Yeah, I don't Morgan. understand why we're talking about this, to be honest. Because because, like, because Pierce because Morgan is like a professional uh, uh, troll, right? So he'll say stuff like this to, to troll people and get a reaction. And people bite and regularly bite and it causes a conversation right, about shit that we don't give a fuck about. Fuck him. Like, Should she have fought through... The fact like, that should she have? I don't care. Like she should do what's right for her. If she's decided pulling out is the right move, because my sport. What would you is, want your kid to do in that situation? Her sport, like the sport that she's chosen, like, and I'm not going to pretend to understand the, you know, the. You don't know how to do a twizzle. The yeah, the particularities of her sport. Push your twizzle, but not a move. The fact that a matter is. What a twizzle? It's a twist. Twisty twistle. No, it's just called a twist. Yeah, but you twist in the air, it's called a twist. I think it's called something else. Somersault, three and a half. Something prettier. Twist turn. I thought it was called a twist. So I have a similar, obviously, uh, understanding as you guys have just demonstrated. <laughs> so like, uh, so so I'm not going to tell you whether she should carry on or not or whatever, anything like that. But what I will say is if she's decided that this is the best, um, this is the best avenue for her, let her do that. It, it deserves not even a headline, half a paragraph when you're wrapping up the new stuff. Like, only because she's as good as she is, right? Mm. Apart from that, like, this is a personal decision that she's made. And, like, like I was Googling earlier to see if I could find the guy's name. And you, you mentioned earlier, yeah. Larry someone. Larry right? Nassau. So she's been through stuff in her life, right? Yeah. So Serious she was, shit. When yeah. she was super young, she went in and out of foster care. Yeah. She's obviously gone through this... Uh, Whatever, sexual abuse predator. Sexual abuse predator that was part she of the, front US, the campaign against him because yeah, US, US, the US, US gymnastics protected gymnastics, this guy for yeah, years. Team, mm -hmm. and so she's had a tough life, and for her to turn around and say, "Look, I'm not in the right frame of mind to do this super dangerous sport." <laughs> cool. Like, like that, I don't feel she, like it deserves a conversation. She's the also, only reason we're talking about it is because of Pierce Morgan. That she's no, no. There was criticism before, but he amplified it massively. He he put the tweet the night before saying. Look, beware oh, I'm I've putting this I'm going to write this I'm thing gonna that's going to upset but that's what I'm saying but that's literally what he does yeah, and that's it. what's caused all this conversation right otherwise it'd just be no, oh how brave is anyway. Simone and yeah, then people no, no. just move on people no, no. people were questioning whether or not she big thing had in, in American the mental yeah. resilience to be a champion which is actually fucking the most <laughs> idiotic thing you've ever heard like I think she's you don't argue think back with these people I think she's earned herself quite a bit of goodwill with all of the gold medals that she's won I do wonder if I wonder if Zidane has what it takes mentally to win a Champions League after winning four. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's on the face of it. It's so absurd. It's, it's so not worth yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, I hear you. But she did tweet saying, the outpouring of love and support I've received has made me realise I'm more than my accomplishments in gymnastics, which I never truly believed before, which is actually quite heartbreaking. Um, in other news, why is softball a sport at the Olympics? Why is skateboarding a sport at the Olympics? There's so many dead off sports. Can we Olympics. dead dressage? Can we just dead it? Is that the dancing horses? Yes. Yeah, that is Can we just oh, dead bro. it, please? Yeah. So mum's going to be pissed at you for that. They, they, they're, not even, they're not even trying to fling in some Afro beats to modernise the ting, like the, the horse... <laughs> The horse dance into something, some I don't trap. Get the sport part like, of it. What's the sport part? Like, of it? The horse is difficult it is to get to train a horse to do that. Yeah, but, but the trainers, the, the, but the bro, trainers trained it. But they're not giving the gold to the horse, are they? Exactly. They're giving it to the person on the horse. Yeah, but she, the, the, she's the not the trainer. Controls the, she's not the trainer oh. though. But they have she's to, the jockey. But they, no, but they have to get the horse to do it. They have to give the commands to get the horse to do it to control the horse. Give the, the horse, horse oh, the gold, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't get it. <laughs> give the horse the medal. Well, maybe the horse. It's the worst. It's one of the worst Olympics some sports. Sports. No, dressage. There's a high technical case. It's wow. like F1. It's, it's like F1. Right? What, what I wasn't expecting was 
Johnny to be the dressage rider. The pro like, dressage. Like, WBS, isn't it? Home County Mandem, all of that. <laughs> You're getting whiter by the segment, bro. <laughs> it's, the whole ca- it's the Home County Mandem. WBS, Jesus whiter Christ. By the segment. <laughs> no, no, ha- those people don't dressage. Are you mad? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? It's the, technically the most difficult sport there. No, Do you know how hard it is to yeah, make them, dogs, them. Them, them, them horses dance <laughs> like that? Yeah. <laughs> bro, it's a madness. No, no, there's no, do you know what I will say? Skateboarding, I'm an agnostic. Maybe I just kind of don't give a shit. Skateboarding is a finesse, bro. It's hard. It's that's very, a finesse. Many what was, sports. What, hold on. What was the other one you mentioned? Uh, you mentioned softball. softball. Softball is very popular in Japan. I can see where they've snuck that one in. It's just rounded. That's not it? how it works. It's a shit version of baseball. But that's not how it works. It's not because of where it is. Like they've they've had softball around. It's like it used to be in the Olympics. It's and then back. it got re-added for a while ago. It, uh, this is not. Went the first in nineteen ninety. Uh, two uh, thousand four, I think, was the last one. Uh, anyway, it's come back. The ones, the one sport that I don't think should be in the Olympics. I think it's total bullshit is this new three by three basketball. Yeah. That's mad chat. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. mad chat. They've already got basketball. You yeah. don't need two basketballs. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like having five aside football as well as the full fat thing. Yeah. I don't which, get it. Um, which um which they don't have, right? They don't have male football, do they? Yes they do. Which um because yeah, I was reading something about why there's no team G B. So there's no team G B because it's difficult to organise players across different associations FAs, yeah. for the for the men's game there is a women's team gb yeah you sexist uh, and we no, did no, put a team out game. we put a team out uh in 2012 but olympic football is quite big in other countries nigeria famously won hell yeah in 1996 that famous team with um come on jj Tariba west and Tariba west jj Kanu scoring as well Bruv. um and messi's first international Trophy was an Olympic gold medal with Argentina. Mm-hmm. The rule is that you're meant to have under 23 squads and only three players over 23. Anyway, football is a thing, but really the Olympics are for where it is the pinnacle of the sport. Mm. And that's where I think the argument against skateboarding maybe comes in because the world championships and the X Games are going to be bigger than the Olympics. Fair. Um, which of the sports have you gentlemen been watching with a more perverted eye? Perverted eye? Define perverted. Which sports have you guys been watching for the honeys? <laughs> uh, the volleyball hasn't started yet. But the hockey has. Are you, is, the hockey has been lit. Are the hockey honeys? Lit. Yeah, all the... Uh, all the Speaking all the ho- of volleyball, they refused to wear the, uh, the, yeah. the bikinis. Good for right? them. And Pink decided to front the uh, five grand fine. fine yeah, Pink like is in the singer. Yeah. yeah, did you not see what? it? What? Yeah. The Norwegian uh, volleyball team refused Was that a real thing? Bikinis. I saw the meme. Was that yeah, a no, real no, thing? thing. Yeah. So they started... Explain they that shorts. for the listeners. They, they decided the, the Norwegian female uh, volleyball team decided to wear shorts instead of the pants mm-hmm. that they usually wear. So the Olympic Committee decided to find, find them. Mad. Because Mad it's chat against... The patriarchy! Yeah, yeah. Mad chat. Another win! Yeah, so they find them. And Pink said, oh, it was outrageously uh, courageous of what you guys did. And I'll pay the five grand fine or something like this. It was five grand or six grand at the, the Volleyball fuck? Association. By the, way, by the way, Pink, the Norwegians are good for it. There's yeah. there's a lot of money in that country. But yeah, them man got, nice them man got black gold under the Yeah, sink. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hockey. But, yeah. What I will say is that all the all the meanest girls at boarding school played hockey, so oh, yeah. I get PTSD from oh, yeah. seeing the sticks. Oh wow! So did they did they did they hit you with the sticks? Smack the shit out of me with the sticks. Yeah, bro. It's, it's called it was called um, poverty points. Did you man see the uh, the German judo player? Sorry, judoka. <laughs> is that what they called? Judoka. The yeah. ju- the German judoka Martina Tragios, as she was going on to fight, her coach grips up her like thing her mm-hmm. gown 
grips it like get into the game and then gave her like one two claps in the face oh, like shit. hard internet blew up they were like that's nice. abuse yeah i missed it completely and i was like no they're germans he's he's fu- he's found a gray area <laughs> he's found a gray area for slapping up a bitch <laughs> so it's socially acceptable to slap a woman if you're sending her into the olympics i was like that's problematic that's hella because if the police comes around she's a judoka officer i guess technically I was pre-slaps because she's gonna get she's gonna get slapped up. Well, you're not gonna get to slapped in judo. In, ju- in judo, no, you're not. Well, she could get slapped by the. F- she could definitely get slapped by a kick. Yeah. You don't kick in judo. It's taekwondo. Yeah. yeah. Judo's throwing. So we throw it throw each other the books. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did you guys see the story of the Ugandan, the Ugandan powerlifter or something like that? No. Flew out to the Olympics uh, before the Olympics started. Just bounced from the Olympic Village. Oh yes. And oh. decided to claim like essentially some form of refugee status oh, in wow. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Left a note. Uh, where he's in his, on his bed or something that read safe you man yeah that essentially read something like <laughs> that's, I'd a long, rather, that's a proper long game <laughs> yeah it was like I'd rather I'd rather live here or I'd rather work here or something yeah. like this yeah and bounced yeah I mean obviously work. in somewhere like Japan it's <laughs> difficult to be incognito <laughs> yes for a brother from Uganda they're also not known for their openness to immigrants yeah. so he instantly got clocked at some at some um, train station buying a, a train ticket to go somewhere else in Japan, yeah? Got deported on the same day. Yikes. Fam and friends are waiting for him in Entebbe, like at the airport, yeah? No one sees him. He gets gripped up for rehabilitation. Mm. So they, didn't, they didn't let him get his gold medal first? Well, they deported him out that's of the country. Rude. That's rude. But he, but he already bounced from the Olympic that's, thing, so he yeah, gave up he his gold medal. He wasn't going to compete. That's rude. He, what he should have done is at least like competed and then dipped. Got himself right? a profile. Exactly. But anyway, he dipped too early. Yeah, he got shit. deported. He yeah. really didn't think And the government have arrested him upon like the plane landing on the touch. I say arrest. Again, he's being rehabilitated. Yeah, just a little chat. <laughs> just a little chat. Just a little yeah. chat. Anyway... <laughs> Good luck to that brother. Good luck um, to that brother. It's ironic because this is the first Olympics where there's like a refugee team, isn't there? So no, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Before, so there's a refugee a team that's being represented for stateless individuals. Yeah. Okay. And this this Ugandan guy just, just got deported. Yeah. So it's it's quite. It's but what's pretty fucked that they they don't let Taiwan call themselves Taiwan. They're called Chinese Taipei. Yeah. That's pretty fucked as well. Well, it shows you the power of China. Right? Yeah, basically. Crimea, yeah. a river. Yeah. Did you get rich? <laughs> Jonathan Lindale Kirk, otherwise known as the baby, he got a double barrel surname. Yeah, basically, (laughs) that's childish. Got into some really hot water um, this week. Now, everybody knows I like my rappers very real. Mm-hmm. Right, especially my gangster rappers. Right, I like to listen to your raps. I like to see you on YouTube or wherever, telling your real life stories. And I like the feeling of being absolutely frightened by the prospect of ever meeting you in person. <laughs> I like my real rappers. When gigs was coming up, boy, I was scared to ever meet him. <laughs> and the baby is one of them, man. You might see him as the guy who makes a couple of songs which are a little bit poppy, did a song with Dua Lipa, but who wouldn't since Dua Lipa? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say about her? Would you say about the I queen? Think she can she can suck out. All right. Anyway. She was one of the first to COVID jump on his back. Yeah, it's rude. It's rude. She was literally the first one to can jump on his let back. Me She's like, also a COVID denier. But anyway, yeah. flat he's, earther. Yeah. He's a proper live wire. Um, we've heard the story of him killing someone. Um, Allegedly. No, very much so. He's a registered firearm holder. 
um, and Second was Amendment. acting in self-defense. So actually killed somebody. Uh, but I'll just throw in an allegedly just in case he hears this. We're not trying to get sued by uh, You're saying he legally killed someone yeah, in self-defense? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. We've seen him punch fans, people who pay for his music, in the face. Allegedly. Um, for getting too close to him at clubs where he is performing for them. COVID, um, uh, or people who have filmed him when he's requested them not to. Um, this guy gets into a lot of trouble. Allegedly. Um, but this one. <laughs> I like that one. But <laughs> this one. The good one. This one. Uh, it's a sticky one to, still. To, to borrow a quote from the living legend, Dave Chappelle, he went after the alphabet people. <laughs> <laughs> During his set at Rolling Loud Miami, which looked like an amazing festival. By <laughs> it looked right? lit. It looked very um, lit. The baby made some homophobic comments while addressing the crowd. He said, <clears throat> if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two or three weeks, then put your cell phone lighter up. He then said, fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. He said something in between that as well. Now, many would read the room at this point, assess the damage, take stock, um, notice the backlash. Hmm. Not Jonathan. Mm. Nah, mm. Not, not Lindell. No, 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 no. He doubled down on Twitter oh boy. saying, I tell the fans, I'm back to an English accent. I tell the fans to put a cell phone light in the air and you lot start a million man march. I told you, <laughs> I told you, you lot digested that wrong, but I'm not going to lie. I'm impressed. Now show this same amount of support when a racist cop Kills one of our mm. black ass. The conflation. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. That's quite well, quite well attempted. There's a second tweet. Fair. There's another one coming for you. Oh. No. Then there oh. was a bit of a, um, there was a bit of aftermath. He had some defense from mm. the hip hop community. Mm. I would put these two following rappers as arguably two of the worst people to come to your defense. Okay. In a situation. Okay. Like this. T.I. Yeah, not great. Who is with Why is his that wife? One not great. Why is Ti? Who not is? Great? I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Tom. <laughs> so glad you asked. Ti and his wife are currently being accused of drugging and sexually abusing a number of women. Something that he denies, but it's something that is very much still open. Mm. Ti is probably not number one choice. But then, then comes Tory Lanez. Oh, that one. <laughs> who came to his defense? <laughs> Even Tory Lanez, <laughs> a man who allegedly shot the woman we all know as Megan the Stallion. Mm. When we say gang gang, that's not what we mean. Mm. Um, the pressure got way too hot for Jonathan after the mounting public outrage um, and criticism that came in from everyone from Demi Lovato to previous collaborator Dua Lipa and Elton John. That's when you know you're fucked. Yeah, I was going to say, um, fucks when Elton John steps in. The baby apologised for his Whoa. homophobic remarks. You missed the tweet. You what missed tweet? my favourite tweet. What tweet? Oh, so there was an in-between part, right? Where he was like, uh, he did the tweet that you mentioned, yeah. right? Got the backlash. They were like, oh, you can't, you can't divert and bring up the black thing mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> which is literally what they said. <laughs> which was the response, to which he then tweeted back a new kind of cover, okay. which was like, you know, 
these uh, concerts are intimate and it's just between me and the fans. Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> like, yeah, he said so I had, and I, I had a lot of sympathy for that no. because maybe he had no. a reasonable expectation of privacy. No. That's what I'm thinking, yeah? <laughs> this, it's Him not like... and a couple of thousand party goers, no. yeah? Maybe oh he days. thought, there were no cameras here. We're not being recorded. <laughs> yeah. This is an intimate little gig with me and, and 5,000 man. See, so this is what you lot complain about white people being racist in their own homes. I'm obviously taking the piss. <laughs> Like, yeah, so obviously I get, I get your point. Uh, Reasonable if, if, expectation of privacy. If it was a comedy show and he had actually taken their phones, then he'd have somewhat of a ground to stand on. But this wasn't that. Um, but as I said, the pressure got way too much and he was forced into apology. Um, he then said, anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS or HIV, you lot got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive even though I have no intentions of offending anybody. So my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you? Y'all business is y'all business. <laughs> then he went on. And for any brands, networks, or artists that like to profit off of black rappers' influence on the culture without understanding it or having the patience to deal with what comes with the position we play in our culture... Keep your money next time. Us niggas human too. Hashtag God bless. <laughs> and then he said, and this is my favorite bit. Other than that, you lot cheer the fuck up and be proud of who you are because <laughs> you can't make me feel less of myself. Big up himself. because He must have taken chat. a lot of heat in that 24 hours. So for him to be that resilient, yes. maybe he should be the one going around giving giving speeches to kids at schools and shit Wait, like it this sounds like, it sounds, like it sounds like Simone Biles could take a few tips. I don't want to go that from, far. Uh, I was going to drop Naomi Osaka and take yeah, my side aside. Yeah, or they should do a baby and Piers yeah. Morgan interview on how to stay strong in the face of public criticism. Yeah. Is there a freedom? Two FaceTime. Yes. Is there a freedom of speech angle here? So I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of black people playing that I can't be racist because I'm black card. I'm not sure the I'm not sure the I can't be homophobic because I'm black card works. <laughs> That's not what he said though. Yeah, it was basically it was like no. it, the, you went trying to start a million man march. You've misunderstood the whole thing. You, you didn't even come, give you lot come against me. Uh, no, let me see the same energy for racist white cops. Yeah, yeah. That's I can't a big be homophobic. Deflection. I'm black. No, no, no. That's a big deflection. You guys didn't clock what went down. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't offer oh, the LGBT. Okay. He didn't offer the LGBT community an apology. Okay. He said, "You man, sharp. Do you?" <laughs> He said, HIV, man, you man are right. I'm sorry. Sorry to you, man. I'm sorry. sorry you're you, you're man. right. Hey, man. Hey, you man, just keep man, doing your up, own man. thing. Like, you do you, I'll do me. We're all <laughs> so loving here. And, and rightly so, in the sense that, like, he had to apologize to the HIV, HIV AIDS community because yeah. the misinformation that he yes. spread and all that kind of gas, yeah? First of all, this is a story very similar, to, in my eyes, to the Simone Bio story. Another story I don't fucking care about. Yeah. You are going to need to do better. This, this is, is a, a podcast, mate. This is a guy, yeah? yeah I'm the anti-culture guy. No, no, no. I'm just going to tell you why I feel this way, yeah? Okay. This is just one rapper who's on a small stage who ad-libbed some thoughts, His yeah? third eye is not open, mate. His third eye is not open. Stay woke, <laughs> But bro. yeah, yeah, but one second, look, yeah? Look beneath I, I get all topic. of that, right? Dua Lipa, who, who sang a song with him and, and all this kind of shit, came mm -hmm. out and was like... This is not the man I, I knew. Me. This is not, not, me, baby. not it's the a man shit I knew. Song as well. I'm surprised and horrified, she said, yeah. Okay. I don't know the baby. I'm not surprised nor am I horrified, yeah. <laughs> like coming up, yeah. Walla. Like you think this guy who who came up uh, on the south side of somewhere 
is going to have the most um, well-rounded. Uh, no, not even well-rounded. The most nuanced views when it comes to the LGBTQ struggle. No, of course he's not. Right, he's not going to have nuanced views. He might be. I'm not saying he's he's pro or, or anti-gay. I'm just saying. This guy ad-libbed some things and all of a sudden it's front page news around the world. Tommy, that's real cute. But let me... Let I don't me, care about me, that. No, no, no. I, I, that's I, real, I, wait, wait, wait. wait. That's, that's real unfair. cute. I that's real cute. It's very unfair. Hang on. To who? It's real cute, Tommy. But let me remind you what he said. If you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that will make you die in two to three weeks, then put your cell phone lighter up. Then... Wait, 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 wait. You have to put it in context, right? Then even he said, thinks... if, if, and all the women, you turned up with your pussy smelling like water, put <laughs> your phone up. Like, it was a lot of egregious shit he said, right? And if your pussy smells like water, put your phone up. Then he said the thing about- It means about, you've got good pH levels down there. Well, that's what he was yeah. trying to uh, get, get at, right? And then he said the thing about if you're a gay guy- That's who's, what he was trying to get at. <laughs> then he said the thing about if you're a gay guy who's sucking dick in the car park, blah, 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 then put your phone up or something. So there was a lot of egregious no, shit that yeah, he said, right? Yeah. So there was not, there was HIV stuff. He said if stuff, you're not getting sure. your dick sucked, put your is up. So if you are getting your dick sucked in no, a parking no, said, lot, I think he you said if you're doing your no, dick he sucking, said, don't put your phone up. If you're not getting your dick sucked in a parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. So if you're getting your dick sucked in a parking lot, which is, uh, by the way, not a bad place to get some fellatio, right? Like, why can't I put my cell phone lighter up? Like, no, why am I not invited to the party? Because I think he said the gay thing, right? So what if I'm gay? Yeah, I can yeah, like yeah. the baby and like dick sucking in yeah. a car park. So that's his point, right? So his point is, I'm going to say a bunch of egregious shit in between this music and put your phone up. Cool. I get Be offended. Stop buying his music. I get all of that shit, right? But like, is this news? <laughs> yes. This, this is news, yeah? Yes, it is. When shit's happening all around the world and we're talking, not us, but I'm saying we, the, the, the collective consciousness of society is talking about the baby being dropped, right? If anything, if I was the baby, I'd use this as a learning opportunity, yeah? <laughs> so that I start partnering with better better sponsors going forward yeah mm -hmm. because if boohoo are dropping me for this yeah every sponsor i'm going with going forward is a full brand partnership yeah i'm not interested in none of these uh haphazard little deals where then they're going to pass judgment and drop me on this yeah i'm looking to do a full 360 drake nike kind of relationship because then you're not getting dropped like so the first thing i wanted to say is i thought it was unfair on the south side of chicago that... i didn't say chicago i said south side of somewhere racist <laughs> Johnny. That, that you're that, racist that this guy that this guy should be allowed to have a free pass to be homophobic because he's from the south side of anywhere i didn't say that um, so you said you said you're not surprised because this guy's some yeah, guy i from said the i'm not surprised side. he hasn't got a nuanced opinion did anyone. you expect him to have a nuanced opinion no, i i don't was think it's acceptable let me I'm find saying, out was that baby. your expectation let me and find out where the baby's from what's your and expectation i'll tell you why because because house my question because house music originates from the 1980s south side of chicago so it's not it's not it's not it's not acceptable that because because you're from the south side of fucking anywhere that you get to be a homophobe. But more I didn't say any of that. You, well, can't, you from, can't attribute... He is from Cleveland, Ohio. You can't attribute oh, any of that to, to what I said. I didn't say any of that. I Johnny. said I'm not surprised you said that, that he, he had an un-nuanced opinion. He's allowed to be a homophobe. Again, that's not what I said. So, like, if, we were, if you want to play this game, I'm, I can play this game for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> right? Because that's not what I said. I very Fine. clearly said, I'm not surprised that he has an un-nuanced opinion. That's not saying he gets a free pass to be homophobic. Fine. Yeah, you please also issue an apology. You, you please also issue the a cease and desist. What, I, I, like I, the apology you owe the gay community? For what? <laughs> so this is what I want to ask, more importantly, rather than winding Tommy up, is why do you feel hmm. on the subject of sponsors dropping the baby so quickly? Yeah. 
why is the gay dollar better organized than the black dollar? Why is it better organized? Well, it seems is that to what be. you're asking me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we that's something that requires research. Mm. If the question is, is it better organized? Yeah. I'd say yes. I say, why is it better organized? I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, right? it's so pretty obvious. The, it's, the point that it's I was called making, intersectionality. Like, mm-hmm. you can still be a hugely powerful, influential Jew and be gay. It's intersectionality is the answer to your question. Being black is unique. Yeah, it could be. I, I, I don't be, know. Being what, gay that's a good. That's a good. Uh, like, kind of off the but cuff. anyway but anyway it's a good off the cuff thinking right yeah. it's the same reason they talk about trans the trans people being uh, easily accepted into society easier yeah. accepted into society if you're gay if you're gay and you are white shit is i would argue calmer way more calm for you than, a, than chris rock's the, got a great the, bit yeah than the experience yeah. of a black person but anyway yeah so i so to answer your question i know you dodged my question to you earlier <laughs> What was my question? That's was fine. Your, I asked you, did you expect the baby to have a nuanced opinion on That's on a the very, LGBT? very uh, presumptuous. Because that's what you were trying to say earlier. How, I don't you, expect that he should. You know be. Jonathan, though. But to answer Rude. your question, to answer your question, I don't know why, but I think, yes, they are better organized. Do you disagree? I don't disagree. No, okay. I don't. I just wonder, I wonder, because you, only because you made the point about seemingly your view is that the black dollar isn't sufficiently organized. Yes. So why, why do you think that is? I answered it with like a boss. Yeah, he did as well. It was very good. Um, I just want to say on the subject of dropping and losing endorsements, boohoo. Um, Bastions of moral integrity. Buddy. Um, Modern day slavery Mm. during a global pandemic is okay, but this is where you draw the line in the sand yeah modern day slavery is actually quite profitable and attacking the gays isn't this is where you grow what's the modern day slavery as in the way do you not remember do you not remember when boohoo at the start of the pandemic in their leicester factories were exposed for having yeah yeah, yeah. for having importing people for importing people and having people working on less than a minimum wage three pound an hour or something without ppe in factories in leicester do you not remember that that, I mean, I, mean, I was, was I, I was invested. I was invested in Boohoo. Yeah. As a I was stock. surprised. That I, was a dark fucking week. I just assumed Boohoo was all Bro. out of like Bangladesh and shit no, was getting no, made no. in. Well, North I mean, it, well. they've got the, a number of different <laughs> warehouses all over the place, but the Leicester ones are the ones that got exposed. It was at the start of the pandemic. They got a, they got a lot of people out of Bangladesh to yeah. Leicester. Um, to do but it doesn't make there. economic sense either, right? You might as well just. It's keep a lot. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than hiring people in the UK, and they're allowed to still from the UK, and they're allowed to still say made in Britain, right? Yeah, but. But now, once you know, in the aftermath of all of that, they now have a standards committee, I mm. guess, in house. So now they've become a beacon, a bastion, as you said, you said bastion, mm-hmm. right? Of morality. Um, yeah, I think you guys want to sit this one out, boohoo. Just, just saying. Um, but yeah, so, Tommy, look, I'm sorry that that particular topic wasn't to your liking. Uh, I'm, we're I'm two sorry, for two. That, we're two for yeah, two now. Quite a few You'll be happy to know yeah. we're moving on to. Um, things that you might want to talk about a little bit more. Hmm. Um, vaccination coercion. Oh boy. So pretty little thing and Boohoo are owned by the same owners. Yeah? Oh, we're back on yeah. it. We're back on the... Uh, I don't know that. That's why I don't care about it. It's the same fa- It's the same family. It's the Kamani family. They yeah. own a whole bunch of shit. Um, you should check them out. They're very <laughs> successful. They dress like shit though. Um, yeah, so I... Um, <laughs> I uh, got vaccinated. Um 
week before. No, this week. Start uh, back in the last week. What did you get? That. I got the golden standard. Yes. Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Super silver. Um, hmm? But I'm not going to lie, silver. lads. Why super silver? Because the high grade. <laughs> golden copy, super silver. Super okay, silver no. Pfizer. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I was definitely, definitely getting it for the wrong reasons. Why are you getting it? Now, I need to remind everybody because I'm getting quite sick and tired of being called an anti-vaxxer, anti-whatever. I'm not. I never have been. I had every intention of getting the jab eventually. But I just wanted to, you know, use my civil liberty um, of waiting. I was going to wait. I'll be real. I was going to wait about a year until I did it. Got to about, what are we? Going to be about August, right? Eight months. So I've got about eight months of the way. Mm-hmm. But can't lie, man. When they said that the uh, the vaccine passports or the COVID passports were going to be the difference between me um, getting into the clubs that I never fucking go to, but in my mind knowing that that was probably going to be extended to bars and to football matches and all this other stuff, that kind of accelerated my uh, my visiting to to Stratford's vaccination center. Yeah, it's not going to happen anyway. They're not um, going. They're not going. They're not going to implement vaccine passports. That makes me feel. Why do you think that? That makes me feel really really shit for the decision that i made but um the reason i'm bringing this up is because look the conversations are becoming more and more frequent the feelings of 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 harshness between humans anecdotally are becoming a way more tense than they should be it's kind of like you know leave versus remain uh during the whole brexit debacle which basically draws a line in the sand between what people think of others based on on you know how they vote I don't like the idea of this, of governments coercing people into doing it. The UK has a situation, but the France situation, for example, is, 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 is worse, right? And I know why this is worse, right? They had less, they had fewer people going to get vaccinated. So they had to, they had to hot man up and say, you can't even go and get your baguettes if you ain't got your vaccine, buddy, <laughs> right? Like they had to hot them up, I get it. And, and it worked. Um, they had like record applications for the, uh, for the vaccinations after Macron made those changes. People like their baguettes. But like... <laughs> <laughs> for real I mean you ain't had a baguette until you've had a French one let's be real oh yeah uh, 100% uh, pause yeah <laughs> I walked into that um, you how, how many up, French baguettes have you had you, you didn't pick up on the oh yeah that's yeah. why I had to drop yeah. the pause I was like oh yeah, oh, yeah. you're like for sure I, just, I, I was just, like alright my, my naive frequent consumer of my, French my naive mind just thought you hadn't been to France you peasant <laughs> you thought you thought we were beyond these kind of juvenile jobs yeah, just, no, no, you were wrong yes, just, yes. just thought you hadn't been to France no you need to grow up he speaks yeah. fluent French yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't been to France you, on principle I thought you hadn't been to France <laughs> on principle I went one time year, year six I said I'm never going back alright last why? time my family went to France while granddad liberated it alright guys you know what I mean what he said um but yeah, how do you guys feel about like the vaccination coercion that's going on? That's also what do you mean coercion? What do you mean? Let him finish his question. I just mean? think it's a shit premise, but can it's not a shit premise. It's an awful premise. Dominic Raab himself today admitted that the threat of COVID vaccinations is doing exactly what it's supposed to do, which is getting more people there's vaccinated. Definitely a co- co- so how can you say there's okay. not coercion? How how do you feel you were coerced into it? By thinking that my liberties would be taken away if I didn't. But. Firstly, the government never came out and said that they're going to implement vaccine passports. They did. Bro. They said they were studying it and there'd been newspaper leaks. No government minister came out and you're said... You're now suddenly a defender of, oh, fuck of, you. You of government make, COVID policy. You lot are making me defend the fucking Tories. Not you lot. Let him land. Not Let him land lot. because I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen yeah, to hear this. To hear this. I, just, I don't buy the argument. This is the same, this is the same line of thinking as 
people who say no, no, that no if you're Wait, if, if you're if you're 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 sensitive, you're a conservative in what you can say. No one's forcing you to get any vaccine. If you if if it so turns out, you know, there's a difference between forcing and coercion, right? I mean, they're largely the same thing. No, they're not. They're, not. they're largely they're the same thing. Not. Okay, no, no, fine. No, no, no. All right. Well, even uh, we could get into this, but. Yeah. It's a similar it's a similar line of thought to when people say I'm not allowed to say what I think because it will offend people analogy. these Just days. Tell us why you don't agree. Because nobody no even even if even if you believe that um you're not able to get into a club or you're not able to go to a football stadium because yeah. you've not had a vaccine, even though the government haven't told you that. Yeah. It's not it's not a human right for you to have access to those it's not a human right for you to have a social interaction with others. Why does that have to be in a bar? Why does that have to be in a club? Why does that have to be in a football well, stadium? Well, the idea is that most social places that have more than X number of people in its vicinity or in, in its location will require a COVID passport. But, right? they're, but they're not going to. Well, you don't they're know. They're not that. going to implement I where, COVID I don't know passports. where the certainties come from all of a sudden. So, so basically... The US is mid-pilot plan to institute this. So there's almost... Europe have rolled the, out Yeah, and the, the US COVID is the most anti-big government <laughs> that there is. So I don't Europe know where has rolled out, come from. Europe has rolled out the COVID passport. So even if you don't feel it on a UK level, as a UK citizen, like... This is happening. I'm just surprised at the certainty, the level of certainty. But yeah, let, let's let Johnny land. I just I, long John COVID. That's just oh, very good. <laughs> uh, I think um, I think they're they're basically functionally useless, and I think that we know that at an institutional level. What is the point of What's a useless, what is the point sorry. vaccine passports? Okay, oh. so what does a vaccine passport prove? It proves that you've taken two jabs. Okay, and what does two jabs give you? Two jabs gives you something like seventy to eighty percent immunity from the virus. But it gives you some um, uh, some reduced capacity to further spread the virus because you're less symptomatic. Having a COVID passport does not mean that you are one not ill, two not infectious, and three not contagious. Right? They're fucking pointless. Oh, I, bro, they have I, no. So, so this is the reason this. you think the government is not going to put it in because of rationality. <laughs> when you're telling me the track and trace system took. Four billion to, to produce four. and wait, wait, whatever the number was. It was like billion. four billion a day, bro. Yeah. So so realistically, I don't I don't agree with like your certainty in a matter where like you typically like big government and all of a sudden you're saying that you think the government won't act in a way that's so stupid. That, Sure, but I don't think that's a, that's that's a reason enough for for you to think so absolutely that this won't go down. This has well, a the, very the high chance of happening, right? No, because six months ago, Boris Johnson's line was, "This will never happen," mm -hmm. and over the last six months, you have seen this significantly soften, significantly soften to the extent where he's not willing to repeat the line that there will be no COVID passports, right? Mm -hmm. So then, for you to sit here and speak with such certainty that it won't go down, to me is you know, fugazi. Okay, so so the reason that the reason that I have such convictions is because I just don't think the politics make sense. Boris, I don't think can pass COVID passports uh, with a majority of Tory MPs. I think there's a significant enough rupture in the Conservative Party, and the strength of feeling against COVID passports you know how big is, is so significant that enough Tory MPs will defect, which means that basically they need the Lib Dems who've already come out against it, and probably some Labour votes. Basically to get the it across the line for it to get the, to get across the line almost the whole labor party is for it and the conservative majority is fucking but huge. it'll be so it'll he can be, withstand the rebellion so he can't withstand the size of rebellion that he's going to get from the conservatives and it's known that they'll need labor votes to get it across the line it will be the first political win in two years that labor can have by the time we get to a vote on it it'll be the first time that labor has a chance 
to, uh, to firstly to oppose, but to affect government policy, they're not going to pass this out. So There's you're no saying way they'll, that they'll spike it. You're saying Labour will spike it for a political win? Yeah. That's not a very uh, inspiring view of politics that you have. Absolutely not. Well, you accuse me of naivety. I'd, I'd say the same if you think it works any different. No, I think, uh, firstly, there's a high chance that this happens. And secondly, although, like, I thought you were going to argue against Rich's point. Like, I largely agree with a lot of what you said, right? But I just don't agree with the way you said it, right? So I thought you were <laughs> going to you were gonna disagree with Rich saying, oh, it's not convert coercion. It's more of a marketing... But he did disagree. Blah, it's blah, not blah, coercion. Blah. He didn't. He, 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 so he, exactly. I'm saying yeah. I thought the way he was going to disagree with you... I can come back to that point. ...talking about Please. degrees, I think it's right? Yeah. Saying that it's less of a coercion, more of a, a marketing campaign which to is, blah, which blah, 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 right? I thought that was the kind of avenue maybe that he'd go down. Either way, it is very coercive, right? In the sense that you're looking at... Um, it's, it's very strategic, right? I've sat down, I've looked at um, a segment of the population, a certain part of the demographic, under 30s, whatever, whatever. I've seen what their pain points are, what they're looking for. You're looking to go club? Yeah, that's number one. Yeah, okay. You're looking to go on holiday? Number two, fine. Number festivals. three, festivals and concerts? Cool. Number four, what else? You look at stand-up comedy? What else are you looking forward to? Cool. All of those things won't be available unless you take the jab, right? It's That's akin to a policeman that's stopping literally you coercion. and telling you, no, nah, no, nah, you, you don't have the right to, to remain silent when you do right or some shit like this the like yeah they're not sticking the the needle into your arm so you're not being forced yeah but you're being coerced that's the point that he was trying to get at right where he's saying yeah that, that's that's spot on right and when you have employers also getting in on the act yeah they're coming out and saying it that's different that's the added layer to this and they are 100 percent emboldened by what the government yeah. is doing in these coercive tactics, which gives them, I guess, the, the freedom thing, to run amok. The other thing to Johnny's point earlier about passing the Conservative Party, passing and blah, blah, blah. Firstly, I think you overestimate the size of the rebellion. No, I think you underestimate And, it, and secondly, fine. I think the government has already kind of done this by passing it on to private companies, right? So the government has said, no, we don't have, we haven't instituted a national uh, COVID policy or COVID passport policy, mm -hmm. but individual pubs and clubs and whatever can can mandate their own policies right sure that's so, a policy reaction function because they won't pass it in parliament so this and, and and that's my point right so the point i was trying to get at is if they find that there is an appetite to pass this so it's like federally or or nation mandate mandated nationwide we'll just carry on going the way it is which is a, a de facto mandate right where uh abby Adi bar and grill doesn't want to get closed down or fined or pinged or, or whatever because of COVID violations. So the easiest thing for them to do is say, don't have a jab, don't come in, right? Same as your employer. <laughs> or what Piers Morgan said this week, those who refuse to be vaccinated with no medical reason not to should be refused NHS care if they then catch COVID. I'm hearing of anti-vaxxers using up ICU beds in London at vast expense to the taxpayer. Let them pay for their own stupidity and selfishness. Guy, it's trolling, right? This guy's professional. He's, trolling. He's, literally, he's literally... Sorry. But let's not take this... Let's he's not a black go cab left. driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's he's not go left driver, with him. Yeah, he's just a waste man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. like... But, but it is... Black like, cab drivers are not waste men. Just I, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, I've taken two jabs, right? So I'm nowhere near an anti-vaxxer. I've double jabbed. I was early, early doors he double jabbed. He wants his booster. He's ready. Hey, yes. I was double jabbed Third early round, doors. Like yeah, yeah. I'm ready for the booster, Charlie. Just, <laughs> you, got my, you got my text. You got my number. Just text me. <laughs> so, so I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But 
people's people's liberties are being infringed upon. There's no How? doubt about that. How? Where? Because of the coercion that's being used. What liberty has been infringed upon? If I, Bro, if you're if you mean that in a legal bill sense, you are right. Our liberties have not been infringed upon. Right. But again, I think there is a difference that I don't think you've strongly fully recognized between forcing and coercion. We talked about forcing would be law, would be bill, right? Coercion, coercion are the tactics that make you do something without there being a legal. If you don't get a jab, you lose a job. There's a coercion, mate. Come on, bro. Don't get, don't take a jab, lose your job. Yeah, they'll never. Fucking, we covered it on the podcast three episodes. Who are the the window cleaning people? The plumbers, Pimlico plumbers. There's bad people. That's my point, mate. You're not listening to what we're saying. This you said the state is coercing people to take a jab. So we said, so who gives a we shit clarified, what Charlie that. Does? We clarified that to you, right? So it's like, if you can't get it passed through parliament because of this apparent uh, backlash or whatever that right. you've, you've argued against, right. then it's de facto, right? So you've just left it up to... Because one let's fucking do it this company. Way. Let's it? do it this way. What do you mean one wait, company? Wait, wait. Do a Google on your phone. Tommy, let's do it this way. Johnny, somebody says to you, I am absolutely petrified and I'm worried about the implications of this vaccine mm-hmm. and my health. What's your one-line response to them? I've got a follow-up. Um, you don't want COVID. I don't want COVID, but I'm very, very afraid. I'm a very precautious person. Don't want to inject something into me when I think I can find other ways of surviving and not catching COVID. I don't want to take the vaccine. What do you say in response? Good luck. The argument in response is I've utilitarianism. Got a I've got a follow-up. Great, it's good for greatest number. But if I don't take this vaccine then I can't do any of the things that I like to do. What do you say? I, I think you should take the vaccine anyway. Yeah, so the, uh, his response is suck it up. But the I, original response... Through COVID, you don't want this. Yeah, if you, don't, okay, want, if you don't want to get a vaccine, you personal. respect that's but, your personal But that's view. also a bit BS <laughs> because he said the way COVID have tracked, attacked you won't be the same as the way COVID sure. attacked me or that someone else, right? Sure. So your personal opinion of how you felt during COVID isn't pertinent to how COVID's going to hit me. We've asked you for a personal recommendation. The answer you should have given Rich, right, is firstly, you say you do it for yourself. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm under 25. I have mm. a low chance of doing it, chance of getting it. So I don't really see why I should get the job, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The second line of like retort is this utilitarian argument of you're doing it for yourself, but also for your community. This greater good for the sure. greater number kind of response. Right? Sure. Uh, they, which they can bat away because they, they're an individual and they have individual rights. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. But it's that final thing of, all right, well, then I basically can't leave the house if I don't have a jab. That's basically the the kind of worst case scenario that we're kind of inching towards. Yes, but you need to work on why people are sceptical to take it, right? You need to work on why, why people are sceptical, how they've been allowed to become skeptical through sure. absorbing information and you need to work on and you need to work on unwinding that but behavior, can you not right? see the difference between those two things right so there's a difference between convincing someone of through marketing etc etc yeah. of why their beliefs are wrong yeah right and there's uh, a, a different thing which is what we're arguing which is essentially coercing people to take jabs by taking away things they want to do can you not see how those two things are the same i can tell my kid Listen, do your homework because you want to get good grades and then you want to get a good job and Mm -hmm. you want to go to university, blah, blah, blah. Or I can tell my kid, listen, do your homework or you're not going to watch TV or play ball or I'm not going to let you play football. Those two things, he's going to do his homework. But one, I've coerced him into doing it by taking away shit he likes. He wants to watch TV. My bad, bro. No TV to your things done. 
or you explain to him, my guy, this homework is important because X, Y, Z and tomorrow and school will be easier and this and mm-hmm. that, blah, blah, blah. Right. Can you not see how those two things aren't the same? It's just, it's a woefully false equivalence. The relationship between a parent and their child is not the same as that between a free citizen and a Yeah, state. no, no. But I, I so think, you're not I taking th- the bullshit argument. For I you to example, take that from it, it shows me that you weren't listening. So we might as well But I was listening. It was, it, was listening. Was more, it was more about forcing versus coercion. I think that was the point of Tommy's, Tommy's example. Yeah, and I understand it. And I understand the difference. I understand the difference. I just don't, I just don't buy that. If, if there is a rumour that you might need a passport, maybe a rumor that you might maybe need a passport to go to a club that you that your that your civil liberties or your rights are being infringed to a significant extent that you can feel victimized and persecuted about it i think there's some I think it's a bullshit argument here because you've seen how the government does policy right through leaks you yeah. soften up yeah. the thing through leaks yeah. so i don't know, understand how you're you're sat here with this attitude about it like not understanding that leaks is how you soften up the government yeah so I then that. what are you talking about then when you're saying no one said anything no one said da-da-da, as it, you're talking as if we're the deepest conspiracy every t- theories because every time there's we're a leak not. there's it's a counter leak that comes that says they're not going to do it but and there's enough there's enough counter briefing that says it's not going to happen regardless enough briefing to make this not a fringe conversation didn't actually think that this would be uh in question um, as to whether or not this was coercive. As I said at the start of this, Dominic Raab himself said that, you know, this is exactly what the tactic is. This is yeah, exactly what the That's why it's the interesting. Your opinion is so um, interesting. He's, he's as senior as it gets in the government. But it is what it is. Like, I mean, I still am on the side of make a decision and do not be forced. Get the vaccine for the right reasons. But get the however, vaccine. Yeah, however okay. long. Well, look, I'm not going to go that far. Like, I'll people, go that far. I'm get not, the vaccine. Do your thing. Yeah. Do your thing. I'm not going to say I've got the vaccine and my two co-hosts have got the vaccine. Okay? Do your thing. Research it. Make your decision. Embrace each other no matter what the decision is. Not too much because they might have COVID in it. But get it. <laughs> get it. Yeah, like, what, it makes what sense. I say, what I say is, and I agree, I agree. I agree with you to the extent that it's not our position it's not our prerogative to be pro or anti-vax for anyone else but what i will say which is highly personal is that you don't want covid you Long don't want this COVID. you don't want this um and look at the end of the day in my view this is this is more government fuckery depending on what your views are on how this is being handled and there's been a lot of government fuckery we really wanted to touch upon today a few things the whistleblowing thing that we mentioned earlier on about how journalists are going to be hotted up like never before mm-hmm. for for any exposés that the government feel leave them in a sticky situation um, as they revise uh, this, uh, what's the name of the the, the act? Is there some, some, some secrets act or something or the other? We'll touch upon that as that develops. Uh, we were also going to talk about the increased stop and search and the government's crime plans. Boris made a horrible comment about chain gangs this week, mm. um, which we're gonna which we're gonna talk about um, at some point soon. Um, and then, of course, everything that's been happening not on this government, but um, with regards to Project Pegasus, um, we're gonna touch upon all of these things coming on a future episode. We're just waiting for some of these stories to gather up a little bit more information so we can really cut them up properly mm-hmm. for your entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. I think with all of that. I do, and you know what? We're going to do this first because for fuck's sake, we never get to have a music session. We have to dedicate the next two to three minutes Okay. Mm. on a guy called Dave. David, yeah? Mm-hmm. Man like Santan. We're all alone in this 
together. Mm-hmm. His new album, which came out this week, it is phenomenal. Dave is 23 years old, is now on album three, I believe. It's either al- it? it's, two, it's no? album two or project three, think, but yeah, two albums. Album two. He had a, I think he had like a mixtape or, or an EP before. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. My views of Dave as an artist are not fully aligned with my views of Dave as an album maker in mm. that I never typically loved listening to his album beyond the first listen. Um, you didn't enjoy psychodrama? I enjoyed psychodrama once, okay, but I didn't really go back to it. Obviously it had Got some you. bangers on it. But I never really, really returned to it. There was something about the density of his music, which I didn't think made it so accessible just on the fly. Do you know what I mean? Like so I couldn't too just, dense. Couldn't just, but yeah, I couldn't just bump it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't a casual listen. You really had to get into it. And there are some elements of that on this album because it's very deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about everything from him going into care or potentially going into care from, from birth the uh, domestic abuse of his mother, his mother's struggles coming over from Benin in Nigeria, Benin City in Nigeria, the Windrush generation. It's obviously got all of the things that we like about Dave. Cheeky, heavily lyrical, super smart, Mm -hmm. super talented, super musical, but it's hard hitting, but it's way more refined this time. So it sounds like an album of an artist who has actually fucking arrived and it's beautiful. It's got collaborations with Snow, Snow, Just, oh, is that just, someone we should know? Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, just Google her. Um, collaborations with James Blake. It's got In the Fire, which you've probably all heard, which has gigs, gets, meeks. Who am I missing off that? Uh, that was a big tune. Unbelievable. That, that Stormzy's thing. on that. Obviously, you saw the single Clash. It's beautiful. That's the only album that you need to be listening to for the whole month of August. Um Tommy's just pulled up Snow Allegra on Google and he's giving me the mid sign with his hands. I'll, I'm, I will, I'm strongly disagree. I, like I, I will before. fight you. Yeah, um, have you spelled her name right? Because... Yeah, no, I think... Um, S-N-O-H. She basically yeah. looks like the same person we saw uh, on that video. Uh, watch your mouth, video. watch your mouth. Who anyway, was it? What video were we watching earlier? Skepta, Skepta, Skepta featuring video. Jay Balvin um, mm. called Nirvana. Check that out as well. Mm. Good video. Um, Dave, we're alone in this together. It is a powerful listen, but the music is 10 out of 10. No skips. No skips. Um, no First sk- time in a long time. Yeah. Genuinely no skip. Yeah, it, it, it's just amazing. And again, it's scary. It's scary how uh, how young he is and the music that he's making at his level, at his age. He's a treasure, so, man. So check that out. And now, without further ado, mm-hmm. we have Relationship Quickly becoming the most popular part of the show. I got a good one, man. The relationship. Mm, I look forward to this. Has the DMs delivered? This is usually my favorite part of the pod. Yeah, same. Looking to shoot bail. Yes. Looking forward. Oh, Oh. this is from one of our listeners in Holland. Oh, okay. We got international baby. Hello. Technically, I shouldn't say anymore. It's the Netherlands, isn't it? It is. Well, Holland is part of the Netherlands. Technically, we're trying to keep this anonymous. Yeah, we're trying not to bait people out. Yeah. Oh, am I not supposed to say countries? Well, I'm just trying to show the reach, the global reach. Certain certain pods are local, certain pods are. Without further ado, let me just dive in, shall I? Please. I've been seeing who I affectionately call The Nerd mm. since February of this year. Why is my message changed shit for that? <laughs> Things have been going great. 
Steamy. Alhamdulillah. Sloppy. Oh, no, haram. Sensual. With the nerd as All well. of what it. What a nerd. Man, like. Fast forward six months, she tells me in a convo that she leans towards asexuality. I am surprised to learn this because of everything I just mentioned before. This this is a guy's perspective. Female's perspective. Oh, it's guy on girl. Okay. She explains that sometimes she has phases in which she does not feel like having sex or doing anything sexual for months at a time. Okay. Yikes. For months at a time. Months at a time. Okay. She explains that this has nothing to do with her feelings or the person she dates at the time or her attraction to them. It's her, not them. Yeah. She also explains that she is still very physically affectionate, just not sexually. Okay. I act cool, but I'm freaking out. Being my physically affectionate, sexual Princess Leo self, I worry that my ego won't be able to handle it and that I'll cry because my feelings are going to be so hurt. On the other hand, we've had great and frequent sex so far. She has many amazing qualities I appreciate and it's probably the most mentally and emotionally healthy relationship or situationship I've been in. Mm. Two questions. positive review. Two Mm. questions. Question one. Is this a situation I can learn to navigate and grow to be okay with Mm -hmm. since many other important factors are fulfilling Mm -hmm. or is this too big a gap to bridge? Mm. Question two. Do I end it now before it gets more difficult so funny. or cross that bridge when I get there. Question two kind of answers question one. Mm. <laughs> like, is this bridge too far? Number two, should I just close it off now? Yeah. Basically, should I pull the bridge so, up? So is that, the end of the, is that the end of the segment then? No. Firstly... <laughs> this fucking guy. No, no. I was just saying, it's uh, it, it, the second question gives us an insight into uh, her mind, her uh, state of mind, basically. Uh, like she mentioned that she's quite freaked out. And I think the fact that that second question is there shows that she is quite freaked out. Yeah. Um, so, what do you suggest? So, boy, it's, I mean, uh, this is awful. Uh, when you say it's a sticky one, it turns out that it's absolutely not a sticky one for her partner. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you man, both try not to laugh into the mic, you pagans. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, 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 look, um, it really comes down to how important sex is in a relationship to you. And are you willing to stomach not having sex for the periods that this person doesn't want to? Is this person worth sticking around for months mm. of no sex? Um as to the specific question you asked, can I get used to this? No one's going to have to tell you. Exactly. No one's going to have to tell you, can what you What would you do, bruv? Do you know how hard it is to just like see something peng just walking around in like hot pants and not trying to hit? Bruv, give some real advice before I get mad. That's the way, yeah, I mean... <laughs> well, that being what said, the fuck I'll is he talking about? No, 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 Let's get to the fucking I'm, shit. I, th- I feel like I'm closer to Johnny on this. Oh. Because uh, there's obviously no one, no guy for me to shoot bail to in this, in this scenario. But like, uh, firstly, like I think... She's saying that this is not a constant thing, right? So it's ups and downs. Sometimes yeah. it's like normal Smiles levels of affection. And then sometimes it's no sexual affection, right? That's how I understood. Yeah, story. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So she shifts I, between yeah. asexuality so, and all. So what I, would, what, I would, what I would say is yeah. you, are, you ask for solutions. Please. Um, 
So yes, do you like this person to stick around during the periods of no sex? Yes or no? Would your partner consider an open relationship? Ooh. And is that something that you would consider dynamics too? Okay. If sex is that important to you, or if you feel like if you feel like this person is worth sticking around for, but you can't get over not having sex, could you and your partner work out some kind of open arrangement that would allow you to like that. to have the heady one uh, whilst <laughs> uh, staying loyal to this person? An open relationship. I can't believe we segued to this so well. Oh, come on. An open relationship to get sloppy with someone else's daughter while she doesn't want me is not a substitute option for me. Ooh. Oh, she said that. Yes. Oh, this is so beautiful. She, the way she that could tell, out. she could see oh, which way this conversation was going. She knew we were basic level Ooh. man. Yeah, bait. Oh, <laughs> bait, bait. She breath. good. Oh shit. So 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 she so she doesn't want. She's trying to go okay, all so in, is, bro. Fuck, this is, I'm she sorry. wants to be all in. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is this is tough, and I, we appreciate all DMs, yeah. but fundamentally, the submitter's choice that they're presenting is like this person needs to want to fuck me, or. Um, I'm not around for this anymore. So it's not very understanding of the person's asexual nature. Right? You get into a relationship with someone, you need to take them as they are and there's their whole. You need to decide whether or not you like this person enough to wear their asexuality. And other than that, you're just complaining about who they are. Especially if you're not open to an open relationship type solution. But if they've been blowing back out for like the first six months of this thing, mm-hmm. then maybe the asexuality's a lie. Maybe it's a lie. But that's, I mean, that's maybe it's, maybe she's trying to be woke. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she's trying to be hip. So maybe she's trying to be hotel. Not having sex. So yeah. just to get this right, so there'll be like a, a three or four month period of asexuality, and then they'll just go back to being normal, and then there'll be another little spell, and then back to normal, and then a spell back yeah. to normal. Okay. For argument's sake, yeah. Yeah, I think um, this is a like I don't think I have anything to add on this. This that, <laughs> that different to Johnny's, right? In the sense that like I I feel like this particular. Um, scenario this particular piece of relationship advice there's not a huge amount of advice to be given it basically comes down to what johnny said how important is sex to you in a relationship i I think you guys are getting it fucked up it's not necessary and i know sex has been mentioned in this quite a bit but sex is obviously the end result it's the affection isn't it it's it's everything that comes but she says she's affectionate in a non-sexual way sexual but if she goes through periods where that's off she doesn't say that it's not off i believe that's what she no she says she remains affectionate exactly. but not Except in a sexual sex. way exactly so you're still uh, getting your hand held and little kisses yeah. here and there and that kind of and shit. that's fine that's relationship that's but fine she's just not actively looking to fuck for a certain period of time during the year yeah basically it's giving sahara desert certain months of the season exactly but you're still getting the affection yeah as i understood it yeah yeah, she also explains that she's still very physically affectionate, just not sexually. Exactly. So there you are. Right? So you're still getting the affection. So then this so then this comes down to sex. This is a discussion yeah. about sex. How important is sex to you? Is this person is this person worth not having sex with temporarily to keep around? It's also uh, how important sex is relative to all the other Correct. things that are important in a relationship Correct. because the, the person who submitted the question asked or stated that everything else seems to be fulfilled, right? Yeah. So most other parts of the relationship are bless up. Yeah. Except this kind of bouts of asexuality, basically. Yeah. So it just comes down to, and I feel like from the nature of the, the message that you read, 
the person who submitted it isn't looking to deal with this basically so isn't so, looking to deep these 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 asexual yeah, moments yes and is looking for an excuse to dip correct basically. so i think i think i don't know i just think i think she's she said herself i worry that my ego won't be able to handle exactly. it and that i'll cry because my feelings are going to be so hurt so she is ultimately potentially worried that the feelings of asexuality are going to switch off completely yeah, but that's also a bit of a bad statement because, like, she's kind of made it about her. Like, when she's talking about ego and yeah. la la la, basically, your partner, the person who you love or whatever, well, I mean, has some issue where she's not looking to these for a couple of months. Oh, she's sauce issue. Well, when I say issue, it's whatever. Not an issue, but has, has has a character has, trait. It's not even a character. It has. I don't think issue is a is an unfair word. It's an issue in the relationship. It's not. It's not. It's the, an issue. It's not yeah, the that's person what I mean. Has a relation. It's not the person has an issue. Being asexual isn't an issue. Well, she has an issue having sex during certain periods of the month. What's wrong with saying that? Like yeah, she's okay. asexual. It's phrasing, right? No, not really. Because she's she's she fucks six months of the year. You didn't mean any she harm. fucks seven, eight months of the year. So it's a bit of an issue for three months a year or whatever. Oh, so now it's an issue. Well, no, but that's what it is. It's bouts of oh, asexuality. Right? So it's about so, whether you're willing to deal so, with that. So does the submitter have a point or not? So if I was the submitter, I'd look at how important sex is relative to everything yeah. else, basically. Would I hang around if, for me, if, if like regular good sex is a, a top two, top three thing, then is a top two, top three thing, then, then obviously I can't stick around in a relationship where that doesn't go down. But yeah. if it's not as important to me, then, then I'm, I'd happily stick around because everything else yeah. has been fulfilled. I think for me, for me, it comes, yeah, a lot of what Tommy said. I, I think that this person, the ego, this, this, the ego thing's very interesting, right? I feel like my ego won't be able to take my partner not having sex with me. And that, ego is a dirty word misused most of the sure, time. Sure, sure. Everyone's but, got an ego, But we right? understand the context in which she's using it, right? You've, I'm not making you, any assumptions, boy. Um and and I think she's entitled to be upset that her partner doesn't want doesn't to want to have sex with her. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's tough. I can only imagine that's tough. Um, but given that it's given that the root cause of her partner not wanting to have sex with her is because of her sexual orientation, it's not something that you can be upset with your partner about. And so, if you feel like your partner's oh, sexual I don't know orientation, if she's upset. Well, I think she is. She I don't is know upset. If she, I don't, I don't know if she's upset. I, I think if, she's happy. I think she's got a good thing. She's just worried about not getting that anymore. Okay. I, I that's, think, the, that's kind of the point, right? But that's she's not unhappy. But one thing I think that's worth clarifying is that... She just doesn't know if she can deal with that long term. Is it asexuality? That's not unhappiness. That's She's unhappy with the situation that her partner's asexual. Well, again, this is, what, this is the clarification that I wanted to make, right? Is, is her partner asexual or is the person who's uh, uh, submitted the question taking bouts of no sex as asexuality? No, I think well, we have she to told assume her that, she's asexual. that she is asexual. She told That's her. That's her thing. But asexual means that means that you're not on sex. You can't be on it eight yes, months can. a year and yeah. not yes, on yes, it four can. months That's a year. That's how asexuality that how it works? works. Yes. I thought you were asexual all the time. No. I thought so too. But no. You're just not interested in peacing. You might peace every now and again, no. but it's not no. a regularity. Again, I'm not comfortable with how definitive you are when you speak. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, how do you know anything about this for you to speak so fucking definitively? He's asexual. You have no idea He's about asexual. it. What do you mean, bro? He's do asexual, people, bro. Do people not read shit? Like, <laughs> read a fucking book. Alphabet soup gang. You need to have, at least have the basics on, on most of the letters. This is the privilege that comes with 
WBS. Being white? No. <laughs> because you speak with chest and absolute. So and absolutely. Don't waste my time like, arguing semantics. This is not the first time. This is the whole pod. It's been a surprising thing. That yeah. I- but anyway, um, this person needs to assess how important sex is in a relationship. You need to understand that it's nothing that your partner can control. Um, you being upset about it is your problem to deal with. Not it's also not a reflection on you. Uh, it's not a reflection on you. It's just the way that your partner is. And if sex is that important, if constant sex is that important, this person can't guarantee it to you. Tough this love. is not the relationship for you. Tough correct. love, yeah. tough love, tough love. I respect it. I respect it. We joke around too much. That was a nice little bit of tough love on this relationship What's your section. View, Rich? Um, my view is fairly aligned with yours uh, for all of my shit talking of course <laughs> people have differing levels of interest in sex um, what Johnny said at the start of his speech is that you have to take the person as who they are the rough and the smooth everything when you're taking on somebody we often try to contort and we often try to change things to our desirable view of what is perfect or what have you and that's one of the worst things you can do going mm-hmm. into a relationship. People come as they are, um, or as Jay-Z said, I was who I was when I got here. Um, and if you are on trying to change somebody from who they are, then nine times out of 10, that's going to end as a disappointment. So you have a choice. You accept and trust that even when that person isn't having sex with you, you are the only person they are thinking about having sex with or game. You, you do have to, you got summer's here, summer's here, baby. And, uh, jump on the boat. Let's go. You know what I mean? White boy summer. Jump on the canal. You can join Johnny's white boy summer if you want, even though you're not a boy. It's true, uh, actually. We yeah. need to I mean, we're fundamentally all there for the same thing. So yeah. this submitter is welcome. Exactly. And, um, and then maybe look elsewhere. White person summer, we can call it. Yeah, white non-binary humanoid summer. Summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Someone sent Chet Hanks a tweet. Yes. But good luck. Good luck in your endeavours. Yeah, good, genuinely good luck. Let us know you. what you decide to do I as really, well. I actually really enjoyed that one because it was uh, some real shit. Uh, some, mm. Just some really real real shit. And I'm like, oh, my parents bought me a house and any of that shit. Good luck, man. Yeah, good, good luck. luck, listener. Yes. Um, and keep the submissions coming in. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I guess we are now at our final point of the podcast. Yes. We better be. We better be. We're at two it's hours. It's a long one today. Oh boy. Uh, this is the point in it's which we one. cover. No, no, the the pods are long. Oh, the, uh, the quiz. The quiz is a quick <laughs> one. <laughs> you this can is the point if you want of the podcast. Anyway. Yeah, just cut the whole quiz if you relax. Don't like relax. Uh, <laughs> the point of the uh, the pod where we cover news stories that we didn't have a chance to cover yes. in brief. Yes. As Always get your phones ready, gentlemen. There yes. will be five questions. Each question. My is new iPhone 12 Pro moved up from the Fucking 6S, baby. Finally, welcome to the 21st century. I don't know. So, is guys. the calculator better on that one? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think it might be. I'm it does bid to... mass on this w- one. Worth the upgrade. Oh, it's the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five questions. Each question, uh, the answer is a number. Uh, sum all the five uh, numbers up and at the end we'll take a cumulative total. Play along at home. Play along at home indeed. Uh, obviously we've had a, a lot of rain and uh, and a lot of weather, that adverse was, weather. That rain was crazy. Yeah, brother. a lot of adverse weather. Yeah, I can't relate. I was up north. It was beautifully sunny. Yeah, I saw actually your pictures mm. are good. But Be- the first five, the five, from the five questions. Doing up Tory. 
Mm, yes. From the five questions, two of them are actually uh, uh, climate change related. So. Oh, fucking hell. Good luck, gentlemen. We'll start now. Johnny Vivas is currently 2-1 up. That's right. That's factual. All right. This is, we're going to start with a nice easy one. This is one for me. three rounds. So it's going to be what, him or me. Right? Yeah. This week. Yeah, and it's me. PBS announced that Arthur, the beloved children's TV show, which shot back to prominence with clenched fist memes, yes. will be coming to an end and next say, year. Hey, hey, what a, a wonderful, wonderful kind of day. day. Hey, where we can learn to work and play. Hey, and, and sing along with each other. Yeah, what a happy kind of day. Hey. So that show is coming to an end now. No. I mean, so they just announced that they'll be cut, cutting it next year. Coming to an end. They cancelled DW. DW. They cancelled X Factor as well. Shout out Simon now. Cowell. Yeah. Apparently Simon cancelled that himself, but yes. we'll get I mean, back to I that. didn't know what's still going on. So how many years has Arthur been running for? Ooh. The number of years that Arthur has been running for. Easy. Question number two. A tsunami warning was issued for parts of Alaska after a large earthquake struck the peninsula yesterday. To the nearest whole number, how large was that earthquake on the Richter scale? Mm -hmm. In case you're not familiar, the Richter scale is one to ten. You got it, yeah? Mm. yeah. All right, question yep, number yep, three. Yep. So we'll stick to climate change for the third question, yeah? Boring. According to scientists, the UK is already undergoing disruptive climate change with increased rainfall, sunshine, and temperatures. Mm -hmm. The recently published UK State of the Climate Report states that 2020 was the third warmest, uh, third warmest year in the UK since 1884. Mm. Jeez. How many of the top 10 warmest years have occurred since 2002? How many of the top 10 have occurred since 2002? Exactly. So we learned that 2020 was the third warmest since yeah. 1884. So that's definitely one in the top 10. How many others happened post 2002? Mm -hmm. Next question, please, boss. Good, good, good. On to the next one, yeah? I'm still fucking around. I'm on this thing, innit? Question number four. As you may remember... Which... In the hair. Sorry? Nothing. I was talking shit to Rich. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, as you may remember, earlier this year, the government faced a backlash after the Department of Health announced that NHS workers will receive a 1% pay rise. Hmm. You may remember that. We've covered it in the pod. Following recommendations from an independent pay review body earlier... Uh, uh, from an independent pay review body earlier this week, ministers announced a pay rise of X percent for hmm. NHS workers. Next question. What please. was that percentage? Yeah, Next move question, on, please, move on, please. That move one on. was an easy one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, right. yeah that yeah, one yeah. was an easy one. This one's below not. inflation. They're mocking it. This one's a hard one, and a funny one, and a nice one, and a familiar one, and finally, hmm. this story is about. It's probably about ten days old, but nevertheless. Ziona Chana, the man said to be the head of the world's largest family, has died in northeastern India. Ziona, who had an amazing 39 wives. She's so And 33 grandchildren. Don't know. How many kids did he have? Doesn't sound like a lot of grandkids to wives. So he's had, he, so, so he's the head of apparently the, what's considered to be the largest family in the world. 
He recently died. 39 wives, 33 grandchildren. Yeah. How many kids? Some of them wives aren't going to be the baby makers, you know what I mean? Like, like some of them are just going to be there for the Saturdays. How many kids? Kid dems. Add I'm them all up. To 39. All 39 wives, yeah. Add them all up. Five, five, there's five, uh, five numbers to add together. Yeah, yeah. Abby Addy is always your closest to me. So Bang. let me see your phone. Very good. Uh, Mr. Vivas, please give us your answer. Uh, hold on, I need to do the maths. <laughs> Why does he need to do the? Why is he? Not he hasn't upgraded on the calculator. So he hasn't upgraded to the so new So long, iPhone. bruv. Just he, he's done this four times now. My my brain is COVID riddled, bruv. Oh, here we you go. Can't blame long, me. Or is it long? We, we could tell by that <laughs> fucking uh, coercion. My, uh, my talk, answer mate. is um, from infinity to ninety three. <laughs> okay, so your answer is ninety three. Yeah, and uh, Miss Abiadi sixty eight. Sixty-eight. I think this time we're going to do it a bit differently. I'm going to give you answers as we go along. Ooh, oh no, yeah. no, 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 no! So no, you no, pay no, attention. No, no. We're on the clock, buddy. So you pay attention. <laughs> we're on the clock. I'm going to tear through it. Question number one: How long has Arthur been running? It's been running for twenty-five years. Oh boom! I got twenty-one. Ooh, not bad. No, I, I got twenty-six. So. Ooh, not Ooh. bad either. This is going to get close. On the Richter scale, yeah, the U.S. Geological Survey said the quake was. 8.2. Correct. Shit, I got seven. That's so. fucking huge, by the way, guys. It's enormous. 8.2. It's enormous. Just, yeah. just to give you some clarity, nine or above is total destruction. Yeah. With waves moving through the earth, which are visible to the naked eye. Right? That's nine. This place was 8.2. So it's fucking it's enormous. Huge. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. I get it. Question number three. Rich is not interested in saving the planet. It's also Alaska. He gives a shit. Yeah. Well, then here's question three then for the UK, right? How many uh, have uh, of the top 10 happened since 2002? I think I did like six. Seven. All 10. Ooh. All, t- all 10 of the hottest uh, recorded years in history have happened since 2002 for the UK. All right. So uh, 2020, <laughs> listen to these stats, was the third warmest, fifth wettest, and eighth sunniest on record. So basically everything's baffed. Right. <laughs> Question number and four. And that. With the NHS man them, the answer was 3%. Yes, right? it so was. they were given it earlier this week. Ministers announced a 3% offer following recommendations from an independent pay review body. Uh, obviously, everyone is switching. Um, this um, payable in claps, I would imagine. In claps, yeah. yeah. Um, they've so offered- one of us has got the last question very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So the NHS, blah blah blah. This is basically something that's on offer for about a million staff. Interesting. Doesn't include junior doctors. Mm-hmm. Don't really know why. But mm. question number five. Yeah. So how many how many children have you guys got down? Can't remember. But just give me the damn thing. I bro. put fifty four. This G. Yeah. Had ninety four kids. Oh my days. The answer is one hundred and forty. That's three one Johnny Vivas. That's fucking. Right. 104 kids. No, no, no. The answer is 140. He had 94 kids. 94 kids. And how 30, many grandkids? 39 wives, 94 kids, 33 grandkids. So not all that's kids a, are necessarily over 18, right? That's a right? bottleneck oh, of other okay. There yeah, could be a bunch sense. of kids that are still underage, right? There could be 50 kids in there easily or 30 kids in there who are under 18. Cool, bruv. Yeah. All right. well, <laughs> thanks for listening to episode 21. Well done, Johnny. <laughs> Fuck off. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>